Geeks! Geeks! Hello and welcome back to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room from wearegeeks.com. And we are still trawling through the New Year's list. Uh, welcome though to 2018. This is our first one on this side. The future. Of the future. Does that work? Um, I'm your host, Al White, and joining me, Alexander Chart. Good evening, Al. And special guests for this show, which is all going to be TV-centric, is Katie Watson. Hello. And Bethany Chard. Hello. <laughs> so excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> you haven't been roped in to talking about TV Just at all. Counting down the minutes until this. We created so we <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how long your husband and my boyfriend talk. Um, it's a little context. We're in Big Bear. I like to say where we are because we jump all around the map on mm-hmm. this podcast. It's fun to gradually try and me and Tamara have a dream of podcasting from like every single country in the world at some point. At the same time. At exactly the same time. That's cool. That's a good dream. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we nearly didn't do this show. We were going to do a regular one. But then when we're finishing up on our movie list, I believe it was you, Alex, who said to me suddenly as you were about to walk out the door, oh, we Mm. we should have talked maybe about TV a little bit or something. I was like, we've just podcast for five hours. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go back in. (laughs) Why haven't we done more? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I said to you, yeah, I made a concerted effort to watch as many pilot episodes as I could over the last sort of three weeks Mm -hmm. so that we could talk about TV, but we didn't have time. So then we just thought, oh, fuck it. Let's just do another show. And rope in our ladies. Yeah. Um, People who have watched uh, more TV than me, for sure. Um, So what was I going to say? Yeah, this one's going to be a bit more all over the place. Last uh, last couple we liked to do month by month. Um, as the as the films and games come out, it's it's. I'd like to say it's hard to kind of figure that out with TV. Mm-hmm. I've been lazy. It's the truth. Yeah, because uh, we're in New Year's break right now. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out. Yeah, doing you, some you guys at home do it yourself. Yeah, just take the uh, if you take the podcast and re-edit it in the order of the months, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, um, anything we need to do? Yeah, because there has been some news actually over the last week or so. But I think we're going to cover it all next week because right at the beginning of the year, there's not that much. Normally, we'd do you know, box office and all that stuff, but we're still in the weird New Year period, so you're just lucky mm-hmm. to get a podcast, to be honest. Yeah. So, tough. Go see The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> or, I, I would recommend seeing it twice. Yeah, yeah. It definitely helps. Um, Bethany. Yes, sir. How are you doing? It's been like two years since you've been on this podcast. That is true. And we haven't even been running that long, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> good. <laughs> Has it? Just I don't know. How long has it been? A while, a year and a bit. Probably year and a half. Are you going to answer your own questions the whole way through? The- <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. They were, they were quite, my answers were still questions to my questions. Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Nate's back. Mm. Um, so just to clarify, we're roping both you in for two reasons. One, because you're here. And two, because... <laughs> we're all you have. <laughs> <laughs> we could be in a hot tub right now. I know. We'll hot tub afterwards. Uh, Katie, so just for clarification... You do a lot of like catering work. You do a lot of cooking work. You cooking watch a lot work. of TV while you're catering. I do. I like to um, kind of just put something on my laptop and set it on the counter in front of me for when I'm doing kind of mindless prep work, like chopping things or, you know, stuff mm. that I don't really I have things. to I love focus things too. Yeah. Delicious on. things. Like this last time I watched a, a couple episodes of Atypical while I was making some lamb and feta meatballs. Mm. Mm, yum. They sound delicious. You got to roll them and there's not much to do or think about while you're just rolling meatballs. Do you have to pair the TV show with the type of food that you're making? Um, no, I more pair it with the time of day it is. Um, when I first, if it's like nice afternoon, I can take pretty much anything. Whereas when it gets later at night, I like things that aren't so loud. 
Mm-hmm. I like things a little bit more toned down. Are these shows, though, do they act as a distraction or can you be invested in them and still watch so them? So if they're ones, if I, if I watch an episode of something like a pilot and it's something that I want to be invested in, it's not just kind of a fluff show, I'll usually put it in like a like add it to my Netflix queue or whatever I'm watching. Right. And then when I actually have time to sit down, that's when I'll, if I want to dedicate brain cells to something, then I'll save it for later. So you've just revealed your feelings about atypical. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But we should, I think it, one of the most interesting things when we talked about doing this is we start talking about well, what is a TV show nowadays? Because mm-hmm. it's all mostly streaming. Some stuff is on TV. Um, and then lots of YouTube channels. Like, let's just throw a couple of weird things out. And I know you guys are just showing us a TV show, I guess, that you could you watch it. Well, we have we have formed a, a strange obsession for a competitive eater called Randy Santel, who's this giant. <laughs> like you say, it like it's a really noble thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lovable giant man who eats food for a living lots of food so much and it is like disgusting sometimes to watch but we watch his videos before we go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) after eating you then watch it Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes we'll be sitting there in bed watching good old randy you don't like you know give it a good college try lie in bed Mm -hmm. um sit up in bed okay yeah half and half half and half and uh we'll watch him and think ooh. We should eat that, or yeah, we get hungry sometimes when <laughs> you it's get not back disgusting. Out again? Yeah, um, and then sometimes, you know, I'll say something like, "Oh, I think I think I could do that one, Bethany." And she's like, "Yeah, I think you could do that one too." Or it's like, oh, "I don't know if I could do that," and she'll be like, "You you probably could do that," and you know, it really sets the love life on fire. A <laughs> 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 <That> foreplay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's really you, no way to know if you could or couldn't do it. You just get to feel pretty good about yourself before you go to sleep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that is one weird YouTube channel. I also have another one that I watch, which is hosted by, oh, I watched some of this with Bethany as well, hosted by um, this young lady called Kaylee Elise. And she has a, a YouTube channel where she does different shows. She does some where she has episodes um, about like paranormal kind of stories um, and supernatural missing. stuff. And then she does this monthly uh, episodic thing called Dark Matters where she... She goes over um, like missing cold cases and missing person cases um, and she presents the case and then the theories behind the case and her own theories and I find that really entertaining. It's really cool. Does she tend to take them, does she postulate, postulate that they're more paranormal? No, not not those ones. Okay. Not, not the missing um, person stories. So she has like, yeah, different types of uh, shows within her own okay. channel. Yeah, you see, um, I can tell you the real life stuff upsets me. Yeah, yeah. I like the, yeah, like the UFO stuff or the ghosty stuff I can, I can do, but mm-hmm. like the real life. Everyone loves all the like, Nate was just saying how he's, he's absorbed so much that anything you talk to him about, he equates back to how that would fit into a real life crime. Yeah. <laughs> and like sometimes she has, you know, she, she'll play like a 911 call from the evening the person went Whoa. away. And it's like very it. real and can be quite unsettling. Mm-hmm. But she makes this like really sort of very sincere point at the end that that it's important for these people's stories to to be told so that there can be some sort of closure for the family. And she asks people to like, you know, give information if they have it and all that sort of stuff. And so it's like unsolved mysteries. Exactly. Yeah. That show. Um, I always like that show. Yeah. So did I. And she just does it. Um, yeah. Does all the production herself, and it's 
it's really cool her channel's really really cool well i suppose that's something yeah this was say like something that's really important is like how do people watch tv so katie you're saying yeah you watch quite a lot when you're doing catering stuff do you watch stuff when you're like just going to bed through netflix or um going to bed is i have my comfort shows which is like friends or fraser or something that i already know so that i can fall asleep um but i watch tv i mean i watch a lot of tv whether i'm catering or not but, do you but do i'm it? a binge watcher okay but do you is... do it like for all do you mostly focus on netflix or do you do like hulu amazon oh no i do i'll i like I'll, i get around okay equal opportunity yeah because some people do just focus on one specific like i'm very much actually i'll get to me last because i'm boring um how do you guys watch shows like how do you pick what to watch do you like um bethany you want to answer that you you're more you watch more than me we select some shows together but you predominantly watch more um, i think yeah i think so too i think i because well, i'll do the same thing with katie i'll just watch it while i'm cooking dinner or whatever and then i'll bring the computer into the living room yes. or the dining room I'm like we're just gonna keep watching this because yeah. i'm on episode seven already um most of the time i just i can't decide so i'll just pick one and after a couple of episodes, I'll decide if I like it or not. But do you do all the providers stuff like? You do you not actually have? We like, have Hulu. We have Netflix. Is yeah, all mean? of us yeah. is yeah. streaming. So none of us have HBO. an actual TV. Yeah, Katie's HBO. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> and you have Amazon, but you don't yes, really watch yeah. Amazon, right? You were saying. Um, I always forget about Amazon. Yeah, yeah. We mainly watch Netflix and Hulu and okay. HBO. Mm -hmm. And none um, of us have cable or anything mm -hmm. like that. We no. all just do streaming services, basically. Yeah. Right. I just oh. Is that your stomach, Alex? <laughs> Poe, you okay? Sorry, that's the dog. Fans of uh, Poe from our previous podcast, <laughs> named yeah. after Edgar Allan Poe and not uh, Poe Dameron. No, not Poe Dameron. <laughs> hiding under the table, <laughs> making interesting noises. Um, but yeah, the way we decide on shows, I guess, is either through uh, word of mouth or social media or references from friends. Or um or yeah, we 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 read about a show that's about to come out and yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and there's there's certain shows we'll commit to together, some that um yeah, generally we commit to together and we watch them together, or Bethany picks a show and I don't watch it. Right. Like I or generally never watch something on my own. A show and Alex is always doing something else and so then i just end up watching it without oh, that's him that's like us yeah that's what we do yeah he's like wait for me wait for me and i'm like okay alan i try to pick years, shows watch this especially long distance that we'll like watch together so we'll even time it down to the second where we'll be like three two one and we'll start an episode together and i think we've successfully done this twice <laughs> And the rest of the it's time, when you're it's a, a different continent. Well, when you're eight hours apart, too, it's like... Don't, I don't his, think this was a deconstruction of our relationship mm. podcast. Something an ambush. No, 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 no. It wasn't <laughs> like that. Not like that. I'm going to go to the hot tub now. It more just validates my thing when he's like, Why, how can you be on episode 10 when you, you were just on episode me. one yesterday? And I'm mm. like, I don't need your judgment of my life. I'm like, you were asleep. I no, can't but help look, it. All right. So, no, but this is, so my point with TV is, and I've said this before on a podcast, but for anyone who's new jumping on, hello. Um, I had to make a concerted decision about two years ago to stop watching television. And I mean that in the broad scale of streaming and stuff and everything as much as I could. I picked maybe a couple of shows a year um, and that's it. Because there's just too fucking much and tv got too too good and i appreciate people who want to watch tv modern films for sure but for me i'm trying to make movies so i want to concentrate my 
time more on watching movies. So I watch way too many movies and I play way too many video games and I don't watch much TV because I just had to rule something out of that equation otherwise. And it's too nebulous. I don't like starting something unless I know when it's going to finish. Like if I start something everyone's talking about, I'm like, well, I might still be watching this when I'm in my mid forties. Mm. I don't like that idea in my head. I need to know that's done and I can assess it and then approach it in my own way. Do you think you'd watch more TV if it was, um, you didn't have streaming services now that release a season all, the same all at once. Yeah. If, if you still had a week to week release and you had a clear cycle of when this show is going to run for, would that make any difference? Do you think to watching um, television? I mean, I think it'll make a difference, but I think I'll probably end up watching the same amount to be honest. Cause yeah, I like, it is a lot. It feels quite overbearing mm-hmm. because everyone's everyone, like people watch it within two days. Yeah. Some will drop people watch for two days. And it's nice to be a part of the conversation with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had to choose whether I'd be a part of the conversation with video games and movies. And sadly, I feel frustrated because people talk about TV and I'm like, fucking hell. Like, if I watch that, it's going to take me ages. Yeah. And everyone will have moved on by the time mm-hmm. I've watched it, um, as we're about to find with this show. So this year, for instance, <laughs> I, didn't, I have not finished a single season of anything, I don't think, when we go through everything that came out oh, this that's year. That's good. I don't feel as bad. Um, nothing. But it doesn't mean I don't want to. And what I've done this year was kind of different. And I might do this next year. So in order to prep for this podcast, about a month ago, I started watching the pilot episodes to everything. Um, and I watched as many as I could, as many first episodes as possible. If I really got into it for that first episode, then I would watch maybe the second one as well. But I tried to save time and just get as many basic impressions of all the shows. And now I know, okay, I definitely want to watch all of that and all of that and all of that. Um, so I'll definitely over the next few weeks because we're about to go on a writer's retreat. So I'm probably going to catch up on a couple of those shows that I'm really, really feeling, um, which we're going to be getting to. But there's a lot of fucking TV. Yep. So we have a list of all the ones that I've seen from critics' lists of stuff that's winning awards or people's votes. This is what you should be watching. I talked to friends to get stuff. I talked to Katie. And then just before we, like, I finalized this list, some of my other friends start mentioning TV shows I've never even heard of, uh, which they think are the best shows of the year. So if you guys, if there's anything not on this list that you guys, you know, want to highlight, and I'm sure people listening will be frustrated because I know I'm missing out a lot of stuff, but hey, it's too much TV. I would argue there's more TV being made than movies. Like when we did our movie list, I had to look through every movie that officially come out in America, at least. Um, And it's pretty digestible. Mm -hmm. Plus TV, I feel like has like upped its game monumentally in the last two to three years. Oh, absolutely. So it's not even like, oh, there's this one really good show this year. It's there's like 19 really yeah. good shows. But that's, that's, sorry, go. No, I was just going to say, and also with that kind of, uh, with streaming services now that are producing their own shows, your that that traditional format of having shows that are released over the winter and, and like have a traditional season is like completely sort of dissolving now so you have this like constant just flow keeps coming, mm-hmm. coming, of like coming. Yeah. new shows and then just yeah. things like sweep you from the side without you realizing something will yeah. suddenly appear and you're like yeah. what the fuck is this mm-hmm. it's great yeah. but that's yeah that is actually essential it's my my reasoning with it all it's like there's so much quality with tv that it has to be exactly what i want which is kind of how i am with video games now like it has to hit exactly there are lots of like like we talked on our podcast like wolfenstein 2 is a phenomenal game it's not hitting exactly what i want for a video game at the moment mm-hmm. So I'm probably not going to finish playing it. And for me, it's the same with TV. It's like, I watched that first episode. If it's not exactly what I want, then, you know, it could still be fantastic. But quality, like it, the bar is so high yeah, that I feel we're getting fussier, but maybe not. Let's find out. Let's find out. Um, so let's first of all just tidy up all of the continuing shows that I think are notable. Um, some of these finished this year as well, which is a relief. 
<laughs> I like it when some Al things end. Them. <laughs> <laughs> then I can decide. Uh, Halt and Catch Fire is still going. That's uh, at season three. I don't think that finished yet, but apparently it's got better than ever. <laughs> I was this was like my show for a bit. Like I was crazy about this show. Never seen it. Um, it's got <laughs> Scoot McNary in it and um, the guy from Monsters. And it's got, oh, what's her name? I can't remember now. I love her. She yeah. has really short hair at the beginning and now it's grown out. Yeah, she's She great. was also in Broken Mirror. Black uh, Mirror. I always want to call it Broken Mirror. That's a good start here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just started in 2014. Um, yeah, it's Mackenzie Davis, isn't it? it? Is. And Lee Pace. Um, yeah, it's really fucking cool. It's, about the, it's set in the 1980s and it's dramatizing the, the personal computing boom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's apparently yeah, better than ever. So I do... Once that's finished, I'm definitely going back and watch that. Uh, the Leftovers finished, finished this year. Katie, you watched this. I you did. caught up on all the Leftovers. I think a lot of people, because when The Leftovers came out, uh, it was really her- critically heralded. Mm-hmm. And I got really excited because I thought it looked awesome, but no one was really watching it. And I think we just started dating around yeah. that time. So it just kind of fell by the wayside a little bit. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people this year, because it's finished and everyone's been, oh my God, this last season's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's caught up. Well, not everyone, but I think a lot of people have watched all of it in one year. Mm-hmm. Which is what I did. So what are you feeling? Um, I'm trying now. It was a very dense show. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've watched, watched a few episodes. You watched a few, but you mm-hmm. didn't finish. I didn't. And then I won't. I won't. I we should, yeah, we should clarify. We're going to try not to do any spoilers. I don't know <laughs> that I could spoil spoilers. it, even if I wanted to, just because like the ending... I do remember how it ends, but it's also like such a, there's so many moving parts to this show and it's so beautiful and so um, personal and you have a story and an arc for every single major character and it it was really, really phenomenal. It was, it's such a great um, what if for a, like a kind of a post-apocalyptic or um, a lead up to the end of the world sort of idea, but it's all based on human relations and how tedious and tenuous those relations can be. It's very dark, which I always really love. Um, And it's also very surreal and trippy. And um, I thought the lead, whose name I now can't remember, but I'd never seen him in anything before, but he was phenomenal. Are you talking about the cop? Yeah. I think it's Justin Theroux. Justin Theroux, of course. Mm -hmm. I thought he was great. He yeah, I heard it gets better and better year. each season, yeah. right? Like really, like yeah. Yeah, it definitely oh. builds. What? He was the Clover guy. He was in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Oh he yeah, he, he doesn't the, have a line yeah. at all. He was breaker. the code breaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. but doesn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, only twenty-eight episodes, so like it's a nice short thing. But they're long. I think they're an hour, yeah. forty-five minutes to an hour or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like yeah. that's a nice like that used to be like what TV was for one yeah. season was twenty four episodes, mm-hmm. hour long, you know, West Wing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice now you can be three seasons and be done in twenty eight episodes. Um, girls finished this year as well. Well done. <laughs> that last season was the Way only season <laughs> of Girls that I've watched. Oh really? What? Yeah, I'd watched several like episodes here and there because mm. Bethany watched it. Yeah. Um, and it never appealed to me. For me, I guess there was like um, the real, a real cynical part of me that it felt, it felt sort of, and Lena Dunham's writing felt too deliberate in its kind of like, we're millennials and this is what we're going to mm-hmm. say kind of thing. And it just felt, I don't know. But that last episode, I, I really enjoyed. I, I thought it was cool. And my respect for Adam Driver as an actor. The season? Or just just keeps going episode. up. The whole last season? The whole last season, I thought, was cool. 
What did you think, Bethany? Yeah, I agree. I liked it. I liked how they... uh, I mean, yeah. I think he made some a good point about how they were just really deliberate and exaggerated in their characters and I find them I found all of them very hard to like um but in that last season I kind of felt for a lot of them yeah which was yeah and a the, weird feeling and there was like a, I remember one episode do you remember the episode where she meets the writer that she looks up oh, to yeah and I felt that felt really clever because it felt it felt like Lena Dunham writing about her own ambitions as a writer and the kind of criticisms coming back at her and the kind of dismantling of ego. Right. Which I thought was really cool. Because for me, she always seemed so like elevated in her opinions and to kind of have her write an episode that seemed to kind of felt very humble, humble to me. So I was like, oh, cool. Well, she's very good at critiquing others, but I think that she's not any, she's the best at critiquing herself. Like she knows her own flaws yeah, yeah, and she's the best at pulling them out when she needs to. Mm. But I totally agree that those four girls, like at least for my generation, I found nothing in common with any of yeah, them. Yeah. Even, I could go back to sex in the city now and I could tell you I have more in common <laughs> with Miranda who I am nothing like yeah, than yeah. I did with any of those girls. And mm. I, I should have the same or at least similar problems to them because mm. yeah, I'm only, yeah. I was meant to be only like five years older than they are. And I've never had any of those issues. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I always liked Ray. Ray was always my favorite. The coffee shop mm-hmm. guy. I was like, he's the only... Him and Adam Driver. I was mm-hmm. like, he's the only normal people in this whole thing. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it. Um, I'd seen the first <laughs> season and I'd watched like whatever the fourth season. You've watched season a couple episodes with, with me. You. Yeah, I've always like, I always respect the show and I like, I just find it ironic for me. I think she writes more interesting men than women I, I find the women really annoying in girls um and the guys i find oddly nice and it's strange considering it was one of the leading kind of feminist mm-hmm. tv shows um i always found yeah all the women deplorable in it to be honest but um the canadian slasher series slasher continued um i had watched some of the first season <coughs> second season he's gone on now for your horror needs uh bloodline 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 <laughs> Is that good? That's, Is that a good thing? That's what we would say when it was time to watch Bloodline. Oh, yeah, we cool. Yeah, we got hooked on this show. I think mm-hmm. it was one. It was Christmas last year. No, the year before. The one, yeah. And we watched the first two or three seasons all at once, just over Christmas, and then yeah, this last season, the way it wrapped up, I thought it was perfect. And that's another series, yeah, which finished this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched it's only two seasons, right? Three. 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 Sorry, you might have just said that. Mm. Yeah, I watched the first couple of episodes of that first season when it came out. I really loved it. My manager's crazy, crazy into it. Exactly mm-hmm. her kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I love Ben Mendelsohn so, so much. For um, sure. I liked how it was filmed. And it's one that I was just like, yeah, I need to see how long this is before I get into it because it <laughs> yeah. feels it's like it should great. be too long. Yeah. It's doable. Um, the Affair's still going. That's a really great show. It started last year, I think. We um, watched one episode of it. I watched a few of that actually when oh, I was in did? England. Yeah, earlier in the year. Cheated um, on me with the affair. <laughs> it's really good, but it was one of those shows. Was like, oh, this is really cool. Like the way they're telling it at that point, at the beginning of the, the show, was like from the male perspective and the female perspective, but showing the truths differently. So the episodes would be split in half, mm-hmm. and then you'd repeat it, but you'd see the scenes completely differently because it had their memories of what someone had said to them or when someone had flirted with them or hadn't were interpreting differently in their brains. Cool. That's really cool. But for me, I was like, I don't know how long you can sustain that for. Um, but yeah, still going. Uh, Love had a second season. No. 
No. Did you watch it? First episode. Making all I needed. <laughs> oh, did we? Yeah, man, we didn't watch season? the rest. I mean, we struggled through the first season. I hated season. myself after the first season. I yeah, know. I really I hated the first season. Makes you feel dirty. Don't want it. Yeah. And dumb. Can't take it, it reminded me of everything yeah. that I hate about living in LA the first yeah. season. It really did. It was just like all the people in it and all the conversations and just like, mm. I don't know. It's just so vacuous and just. Well. I don't really like that actress. I liked just, her in community. I didn't like her then. Okay. So I didn't like to see her not falling in love or having a stupid life. <laughs> Uh, easy yeah. came out. Easy's great. Mm. Easy's fun. Recommend it. Well, it is easy about the pitch me because I don't know much about this one. I have not seen any of this one. Pitch. Um, easy centers around different Rude. people living in Chicago, who sometimes and it's like separate stories each episode, but sometimes those characters overlap. Here. Yeah. Either because they're friends or friends of friends and. Um, and it's just meant to be like a real honest look at the sort of day to day lives yeah. of millennials, I guess. It's mm, mainly no. sort of not necessarily. Oh, no, no, it's not. Yeah, that's true. Older. Yeah, sorry. That's, that's true. It's really like relationships. Yeah, just relationships. Like different variations of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without it being cliche. Mm-hmm. And I think, like or Bethany was saying before, or... if it's not something that you can understand, it's something that is at least practical. Yeah. Like yeah. that you're like, I could see that that how that would happen or how yeah. that would unravel. Or I have a friend that did that or didn't do that with her husband. And this is, yeah, I could see that story being realistic to them. Totally. We, yeah, when we watched the one about the open relationship. Oh, I just like it watched was, that It was just one. done in such a, yeah. a real way. Mm-hmm. It made me so happy at the end. Yeah. I, I mean. telling f- Al about it. For us, it was just kind of then got into that conversation of, yeah, like, and even with our flatmate of like, making that decision and how it would affect you and it was really cool i thought it was just all those episodes seem very sincere is this um is this one like coherent story thread with the same characters or is it jump from story to story jumps from story to story every episode is different okay yeah Mm -hmm. i'm out Um, (laughs) you would really like it i think i don't like any i don't like i've never found a single tv show that i like that's episode by episode something 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 just the characters like it's kind of like but do you like broken mirror no for that exact mirror? for that exact that. reason i don't like that format i don't oh. like, i don't like the don't it's just here it's a little it. story one I, they still like appear and you still see them interacting yeah. with other people later on it's just like okay. a different story yeah. but there's an they okay. play into it but you, you still see, see their them, them being yeah. pushed forward in a story but they're mm-hmm. just kind of in the peripheral as you opposed just need to, to tell me that by saying it's like magnolia but as a tv show yeah sure yeah that's yeah for sure done I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you did it, guys. We got well. him. Uh, House of Cards had a weird thing where it's sort of finished and it's sort of not finished because it is coming back, but different focuses now. So it's yeah. finished and it's I don't original. think Kevin Spacey's going to be in it. No. no? What it's happened to him? Intention. We don't mm. talk politics on this show. <laughs> um, yeah, so in a weird way, it's sort of finished. But I, I personally only watched the first season of House of Cards and I always loved how that season ended so much. I refused to watch, watch anymore because I didn't want any more. Like it was the perfect way for me for that story to end. Um, I know everybody still loves it though. Is this season good? People watched it. No. I haven't watched the new season. Okay. Neither have I. You're like flirting with your mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one here's watched the new season. No. Mm. Cool. Move on. Uh, the Walking Dead is still happening. It's still shuffling along. Um, as is Fear the Walking Dead, I believe that's still going on as well. Yeah, got a second season. We didn't finish the first season of Fear the Walking I think Dead. There's a third because the second season was on the boat, wasn't it? Who's was that young I kid? I think so. That wasn't it the teenager 
Yeah, I, can't, I think he's an I English actor. He was good. Great. He was the only the good only thing. Good one. <laughs> Although I have to give a shout out to Cliff Curtis because he's awesome. He's a Kiwi, which is close to Australia. Yeah. Neighbors. <laughs> Friendly neighbors. Noted. Uh, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead is about to start its fourth season. Wow. Uh, but it just did its third one this year. And The Walking Dead is in its, whatever, 27th season. Yeah, we, we've we always watched The Walking Dead, although we've we're like about behind. a season and a half mm-hmm. behind now. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I have good friends of mine who, you know, Love the comics, but enjoy the TV show. Who said the last season was terrible? Like really, no. really, really bad. That sucks. Is it sort of for me? Like if sort of looking at that series as a whole, the first two seasons were great, and then it kind of really slowed down and plunged, and then it picked up again, and it just kind of was on the ascendancy. And I feel, yeah, I've heard that it's kind of going down, going down again. Yeah, now. I stopped at like season four or something because I kept wanting to watch it just because I was I loved the comics so much, and I spent years just thinking. Oh, it annoyed me so much that people wouldn't read the fucking comics mm. because they were comics mm-hmm. and I was like yeah but if this was a TV show you'd love it yeah, and then yeah. they made a TV show and it's like oh it's nowhere near as well made as the comics mm-hmm. and why aren't they just following the story of the comics but it was enjoyable enough and then I just started to get turned off by it so I stopped but we kept buying the Blu-ray boxes so we have like four seasons or three seasons in Blu-ray boxes well, it was one I remember you wanting to watch and you were like I yeah. just need it to finish so I can start watching it well yeah because right now it does kind of seem like an odyssey and, and it's just quality of TV again it just keeps going up and I feel like this gets left more and more behind yeah. in my eyes but. yet it's still one of the like biggest it's and the most biggest, watched show yeah. Yeah. yeah bigger than anything live action mm-hmm. uh, bigger than Game of Thrones anything huh Girl. Girl. Um, Girl. Stranger Things had its second season. So this was a lot of contention. A lot of um, podcasts I've been listening to have talked about it in terms of... So I haven't seen the second season. I haven't seen all the first season. Um, but I am going to watch both of them um, for sure. People... what I've My consensus that I've got from people is that it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was really great. It had a couple of wonderful moments and episode seven was the worst thing that's ever been made in the history of TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Agree. Episode seven was the penultimate episode. Yeah. No. Eight. No. No. Sorry. I don't mean seven. Yeah. I mean episode seven. Don't I? It was two yeah. There's four. nine episodes. Yeah. 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 I think I spoke to you about it, yeah. Katie, saying it was like we had dumps the li- next day. Yeah. Dumplings for dumplings. those of you. <laughs> we we went and took dumps, dumps together. <laughs> <laughs> had dumps. Well, you were at the bathroom <laughs> together. First. We had a nice long conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. We we binged that over what a weekend. Yeah. And sort of had the same feeling. Super excited first episode was very underwhelming it's like oh really like i was so pumped but then it really picks up and yeah episode seven was it felt like um without trying to get into too many spoilers it felt like a um uh, one of the network marvel shows yeah right it just dived it was so yeah weird. and it felt so detached from the stranger things world yeah it was really weird and i can understand perhaps why it was there structurally and narratively but at the same time it it felt a little bit pointless they strayed from their main narrative and they paid for it Mm. did any of you guys prefer the season though to the first season or um i enjoyed the development of the characters um yeah they made what's the uh oh god what's the sheriff's name oh but not brody what is it? Brody, that's uh, Jules. Does it start with an H? Um, Hobbs? Ho- Hob- Hods? Heads? Somebody. Heads. Heads. People are screaming Hobbs. at us right now. Um, and I forgot the actor's Hodges. name as well. Hold on. Hellboy. 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 New Hellboy. Uh, Jim Hopper. 
Hopper. Hopper, that's it. There it is. Played by David Harbour. Yeah, he, he was great. he was great, and yeah, they really expanded his character. It was yeah. cool. Um, John Ralphio's brother. Oh, he's so good. What's his name? Steve. Steve. Oh, Steve's the best. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, the character for me, it was it was like that development of the characters was really Jonathan interesting. Over Steve. Yeah. So dumb. I don't know. It was. I I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, he was great. He's yeah. like he just turned into the awesome babysitter by the end, basically. <laughs> it was nowhere near as spooky as the first season, no. though. Okay, that's no. what it lost. It lost. It lost that spookiness um, and sort of, I guess, kind of horror elements mm-hmm. because we knew what the monster kind of was at this point. And, yeah, they and didn't it really sort of, introduce anything new. Yeah, and they kind of. Yeah, they didn't introduce anything new. They just it was that choice of like, okay, well, we have to go bigger now, mm-hmm. right? So literally, yeah, <laughs> they just literally, went really yeah. big. Um, but very fun. Yeah, very okay. fun. Looking forward to season three. Has that been confirmed? Yeah, yeah, oh. it's confirmed now. I was hoping. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we Nothing's said at the end of that there was like going to be, but like yeah. what the trajectory of that story is. That's interesting because as soon as it finished, we were both like, "Yep, great." Yeah, Great. good job. But done. Like so many shows, they don't know when mm. to just like. I was a little worried because the that last bit at the end, and then it showed the upside down. I, I know. Like, oh, they're trying to leave it open. Yeah, I was hoping they wouldn't. Other things that have been left open: Game of Thrones continued this year. Had a very mixed bag. This one, there were definitely a lot of ups and downs. I feel. I did watch all of this one, so I tell you a lie. This is the season <laughs> I watched all of, oh, yeah, which is weird because I don't really give a shit. Um, but it's something that we do together and I enjoy. That's right. I force you. <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I enjoy it. Well, I was the, I was the, the beginning. One I had to start to force you. Yeah. To sit down at oh, yeah, yeah. But I was the one person who, was it last season or the one before where they had, where they started to come off book and people started to get quite angry about it. And I mm-hmm. thought it was the best season they had done by far when things actually started to happen. <laughs> yeah. Cause you didn't um, finish last season. Cause we caught up. Yeah. It was one before, wasn't it? Was it was the one before. Um, yeah. Which I really, really liked this one for me. I mean, I still don't really care. There were a lot of really stupid bits, like really, really stupid bits in it. And I'm just, I think the thing I'm most frustrated with is that no one key is dying anymore. Um, and one, I, while I used to really hate certain elements of Game of Thrones, I always respected that you had no idea what was going to happen next. Like it was like anybody could die at any point. Mm-hmm. And for the last two seasons, at least, it's very, it feels so safe. It's like, look, we know who the fans like. And ever since they've been off book and making it up themselves, I kind of like what they're doing. They're making things move quicker, which is makes stupid things happen, like people teleporting all around the world very quickly from episode to episode. Spoilers. But, <laughs> but you're never going to watch it. No one's, <laughs> no one's. You haven't seen it? Um, so I started watching it with Bethany. No. All right. No, yeah, yeah, we watched the first two episodes together. And then I stopped watching and you plowed on. Um, and then at the start of this last season, uh, Bethany was. Um, up in Washington with her I family waited. and I was like okay I was back Long down enough. in LA I was like I'll catch up I'll catch up <laughs> and I got to episode 4 of season 1 and Bethany came back and yeah I wasn't caught up and I didn't care didn't care. and neither did I so I watched it all <laughs> but it's so it's, <laughs> it's so like ingrained in pop culture now that I'm aware of the references and so when when there are kind of Game of Thrones references I very sort of liked it very loudly in public say Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then Beth was like, you I get watch this it. reference. <laughs> but do you, did you know, I mean, for me, it was just like, I was enjoying it. I thought it was a fun time, which it didn't necessarily used to be a fun time, Game of Thrones. I feel it's a lot more fun now. But it's just like, okay, yeah, none of these people I'm worried about because I yeah. know you want to keep them till the end now because they're the fan favorites. 
and that kind of takes something away from me with the whole thing yeah because in the first the very first season when they killed off uh Eddard Stark at the spoilers. very end of the yeah I'll just I think keep first going season, I think everything is spoilers all right um I was just like yes like this is gonna yeah. be amazing yeah. I couldn't wait for the second season I was like like and you get they like the red care. wedding like, and it's just yeah. like holy shit they're killing everybody they're killing everyone yeah. yeah and then yeah this season yeah. nobody and they keep trying nobody. to make you feel like oh maybe this person's gonna die well, no they're not no. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna get out in some implausibly like cliffhanger stupid way episodes. Um, but it's fun fluff I think I still like it it's definitely gone off the rails but it's an enjoyable train wreck to watch uh, agreed <laughs> Mr. Robot is still going um, I'm going to whip through some of these because we haven't got to the new shows and I want to talk about the new shows. Um, anybody here watching Mr. Robot? We did. I watched the first, the first season. season. I didn't watch the second. I don't okay. think I watched the second one. Okay. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know I've got good friends who really, really love that show. I watched the first couple of episodes and was like, I'm good. Um, Twin Peaks returned after... Mm. 500 years. <laughs> um, now, Watson, you will be watching because everyone said you need to rewatch the first two seasons I and know. the movie to be prepared because it really is that intensely full of stuffings. I know. Um, you were doing that and you got so into that that then you didn't get to watch the I know. The same thing. It's so yeah. weird. I like got so into it and now I feel like it's been so long since I rewatched it that I need to re rewatch it <laughs> and it <laughs> yeah. just keeps pushing me off my mark so much and it's so frustrating because I've heard a couple of the spoilers and I'm like dying to watch it and I don't know what it is there's like a barrier in my brain I don't mm-hmm. think I want to let it go like I don't want to finish it and yep. it's pretty meaty isn't it this is like an 18 yeah. or 20 episodes or something it's well you even long. got me like a book for Christmas that's like backstory upon backstory of the Twin Peaks lore and the world and everything and it's like that whole show is just mm-hmm. you can't watch it enough to really get everything out of it yeah so I think that's my fear is that I'm like I missed things that will mean something later and I won't have the piece of the puzzle um okay so yeah we also said CW shows continued Arrow continued Flash continued Supergirl yeah you can skip all those Legends of Tomorrow I think <laughs> continued Orange and New Black so that's not finished you're telling me that's still going. Right? That is still no, definitely I going. Is it done? Really? Nope. I thought it was, do- it was still I going. I thought they stormed that room. Yeah, or but whatever, then they the separated pool. everybody at the end. Nope, no spoilers. No, I think that it is still going. I think it's been picked yeah, up for another season. I thought it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's done. I think I'm done watching it, though. Yeah, I finished watching that again. A long time I think ago. it's an enjoyable roller coaster. Like, it's definitely. I loved the first two seasons, but yeah, this last season was. Mm. It has a dash next to it on IMDb, so it's technically still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I read somewhere that they had renewed for another season. Ooh. Don't know where, like, geographically that's going to go. Yeah. Because I've only seen some episodes with you peripherally, and I personally didn't do anything for me. But. Um, you don't like all that lesbian action? Mm, no. <laughs> Whatever. Do it for me. Uh, <laughs> 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 I have other things to watch for that. The 100. You got the girl from that 70s show. Come on. Yeah, I know. But, you know. Um, the 100 continued. Had that been away and then came back? Is that show? Huh? Never seen it. I'm going to get it. Because um, that came out in 2014. And it was one of those things. There was a whole bunch of shows. Oh, no, season five. It's just still going. Is that the one where they're like falling out of the sky? Yeah, it's so 97 years after a nuclear billboards. war has destroyed civilization when a spaceship housing humanity's lone survivors sends 100 juvenile delinquents back to Earth in hopes of possibly repopulating the planet. Um, Interesting. I think I've heard good things about this show. Yeah, it is good. There were a bunch at that point. 
with the leftovers and 100 very different shows but with sort of similar you know principles in some ways mm -hmm. um that um did things very different things with them and this is yeah. yeah still going people's it's, it's got a good following i've never seen any of it uh the americans is still going which i used to want to watch and i never got around to uh, actually i think that one finished this year I, I remember nate telling me about that but i've never watched it yeah it's gonna be good uh riverdale started this year oh shit that should be in the new releases sorry oh, uh, better cool soul continued now you were into the first season of this are you watching the rest of this or you not been uh i think i lost track of where it was like right. on what streaming service it was so it wasn't for lack of wanting to watch it because i thought the is it second season that just came out i think so or third let's say second yeah it's on netflix i think i think i Talking started is yeah. it on netflix Mm -hmm. I think I started to watch it in the UK and then it wasn't out yet in the States or something. It had a different release date. No, so season I three, sorry. It was season three. This yeah, because I think I watched season two. Okay. I just haven't watched the newest one. Okay. Uh, Fargo had season three, uh, which came out, which is still like, we were watching season one, which I was really enjoying. Yeah. Um, but season two was the one that, yeah, like last year or it was even the year before, because they took a year's break, I think, was like meant to be the best TV since mm -hmm. you know, the mm -hmm. wire um and you could watch them separately because they're like their own thing you don't mm -hmm. have to watch them season consecutively so we've had that one just waiting like we need just a chunk of time to see and binge it and we haven't done it we didn't even bring it we suck we didn't even bring it with us uh bob's burgers continuing yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good you guys you watch so this a lot whenever i'm walking good. by you cooking bob's burgers <laughs> yeah we like cook together me and bob <laughs> i've only it's seen so bits fun. with you i've never like watched i it love it before. it's so funny how many times can we get you to scream rick and morty is continuing yay <laughs> not as big i don't like it as much you don't like it as much as bob's burgers i know i'm in the minority but that's how i feel interesting and budget too man. much belching the belching really messes me up yeah really yeah he literally have you watched it mm -mm. no oh he like the the rick guy he'll like as he's talking he burps hmm. like all the time right and it just ew, there's something to it i'm just like i can't because it's like and he does it while he's talking i can't do it properly it's true but it's gross it weirds me out it it's does really good. interesting uh uk shows so i got a list of uk shows from my mom who was like you have to put these uk shows on your list because i don't nod to uk tv enough so mm. the obvious ones are things like black mirror which i think the u.s you know enjoys yeah. uh fleabag quite a lot of people in the u.s enjoyed we saw her at the okonomiyaki restaurant we did just sitting next to us um like, that's the fleabag lady <laughs> that's fleabag oi, fleabag oi. <laughs> oi. that's a great uh, show the crown uh, was one yes. that us Bethany. enjoyed i did watch that i really enjoy it mm -hmm. really good. why should i She's, watch the crown it teaches you about your history man i'm out according to you it's all about <laughs> dragon battles if it doesn't talk about the dragon battle then i'm not interested <laughs> i finally know why you guys have statues of winston churchill freaking everywhere and now get it <laughs> uh but it's a good show yeah, yeah it's really yeah. really really um, good that actress claire foy is great she's great she's fantastic who's the one that plays the queen she yeah. plays the crown she plays the actual crown. The crown. Yes, it's just, just the crown. It's on top of another lady's head. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> no, back in now. <laughs> but they're going to phase her out soon because they're going to they yeah. need an older actress. We'll oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll I read that. I, like she was I thought she was just yeah, signed on for yeah, two seasons. Yeah. 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 Uh, Peaky Blinders is uh, one that's continuing as well, which is with uh, Cillian Murphy. Found out all these people that are in it that I had no idea, so now I have to watch this show. <laughs> 
Um, and the ones my mom was saying, you have to put on Broken, uh, Happy Valley, Dr. Foster, Apple Tree Yard, and uh, Luther was continuing. Luther, love Your Luther. Your mom loves Ripley. Luther. I love it. Oh, yeah. She loves the she actor. Loves. Idris. Who doesn't yes. love a bit of Idris? Who oh, doesn't? my God. She's Yum. all about him. Yeah. Catch me in that <laughs> trench coat. She like pause. I just I just have her this vision of her just like it's on pause and she's just watching it and I'm like you're so she's like no I'm good. <laughs> just <laughs> him looking at him. on it's the TV. Him. It's the best show ever. What was this year was the fourth season I think. No idea. No Which idea. we haven't watched all of. Are you Remember sure? we started. What's the premise of that show? Um, he is. He's kind of like a roguish detective. detective. Yes. Okay. And that's and that's the premise basically. Yeah. Who's got sort of a uh an iffy past within the in, within the force. So he's like um, a Sherlock a de- of his time. A detective <laughs> who breaks the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then there's sort of like this weird overlap with with it sort of like follows different cases throughout the first season, but there's this one ongoing thread and case. Um and the suspect of that case and him sort of there they sort of have this real cat and mouse thing that goes on throughout the whole thing and they get this, this really iffy Sherlock. relationship actually i take it back it's with idris what it's really great i would watch the it. first couple of seasons are awesome uh yeah i'm taking it back because i know some i think some of this started showing in the uk it's not all out yet or it's definitely not out in the us till now 2018 um, because yeah they do it weirdly where they jump the years mm-hmm. with luther don't they i do i, I have to i really respect that he's still doing it because it's mm-hmm. been going on since 2010 yeah and it's like it's great that someone of his stature would still yeah want to follow on that story um legend two horror shows which are still going but skip 2017 and will return next year is ash versus the evil dead and scream um so they're both back in 2018 but they skipped 2017 uh, so, right, so let's get new shows because these are the ones that I watched pilot episodes, guys. <laughs> Most of them, at least. I'm excited. Um, Just start at the top. Handmaid's Tale. Yep. This was a show that people liked. Yep. It is. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. There. Don't be so repressed. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, this was this is like a show that came. <laughs> That's why I said it. It's like one of those shows that has just, um, I think, come at a very like culturally appropriate time in that it's it's sort of very reflective of people's anxieties and fears right now mm-hmm. and a kind of projection of that. So I think that really hooks people in because this is a story written by Margaret Atwood, I think, in the... I think she wrote this book in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that, you know, 30 years later, it's sort of... Um, it's still relevant. It's still relevant and it's kind of really hit a mark. And it's a pretty awesome show. I think um, Elizabeth Moss is a wonderful actor. Yeah. She... she uh, yeah. Do you guys want to elaborate? No, it's all on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bethany? <Yeah>. Katie? <laughs> Um, I I would love to go back and read the book. Um, it was actually really interesting. We were going to read the book for a book club that I'm a part of, and it's literally like me as the youngest person and then sort of this group of uh, a, a wonderfully diverse group of older ladies. And like they range from like actors to um, architects to veterinarians. You know, it's like all across the board. Um, but instead we didn't have time to read the book. So we all kind of 
decided that we would change it up and we would do like a couple of nights and we would kind of binge watch it together. Yeah, cool. And it was, I'd never watched, like I'd never binge watched with other people, like a group of people and to hear all of the varied reactions from people who'd read the book, who'd seen, there's an original film as well with Faye Dunaway and from people who'd like seen that and read the book or just seen the original or had only read the book. And then also you're bringing your past into it. And so their reactions to things were phenomenal. Like some of them loved the show, but didn't really like the music choices that were used. And then some of like the younger ones were like, no, I absolutely loved everything. Everything's so appropriate. And then some of the older ladies were like, I think they're kind of, you know, over dramatizing what she's going through. It wasn't that bad. And and then because you have different backgrounds and some people actually have been repressed vocally and then some other people are more liberal. And so it was like a really cool way yeah, to yeah. watch it but and then they kind of dropped off or we couldn't get coordinated for the last one so i was like i'm just gonna watch the rest on my own because i couldn't wait mm-hmm. so, but i absolutely loved it for me it was like probably yeah just having a quick look at this list of what came out this year probably like the best out of the ones that i've watched anyway the best cinematography like some of it was just really beautiful um uh and very very cinematic and i think it's like what you're talking about now like the standard of tv like where the bar is set and like where shows are going now it's pretty incredible and this just like this bleak world but just how they'd frame some shots and the the colors it was just like summer was just stunning to look at really really stunning yeah Um, this was in like a group that yeah when i was doing these pilot watchings i had a few nights at my mom's before i came back to america and we were watching a bunch in a row um and it was really cool going from like great show to great show to great show to yeah, great yeah. show, but for different reasons. Um, and you can tell I'm much the latest one because I watched two episodes because I watched great. another episode on the plane. Um, yeah, it's weird because I really like, when I look at it objectively, I really hate the conceit of it. Like the, and I'm not at the end, so there might be a twist that explains it all, but I don't think so from what I know about it. But the conceit of the world feels and i know everyone's like oh we're so close to this like we're, oh no we're not like we're not yeah, so close yeah. to this but it's too orwellian for me it's too like the reality from her story to then where you start you know from her past to where you start it's so many big jumps for me mm-hmm. that i don't buy it at all yeah um not in any way but it's shot so fucking well the writing's so good her acting is phenomenal mm-hmm. um and like i say like genuinely like i get a lot of people recommend me tv shows because like oh you'll love how this is shot and I watched them, I'm like, yeah, it was all right. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is genuinely one. This is genuinely one. It's like, particularly that first episode, the director does fantastic stuff with the mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really scared that he's going to stop directing the other ones that I haven't watched yet. Because for <laughs> me, his camera work is a real personality for the show. Yeah. Um, but I absolutely love it. And yeah, like not to spoil my thing, but it's, it's my, I watched it. But it's my favorite um, show of the year from the bits that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um really really love it so that's one i'm definitely finishing in like next week and it's short as well so yeah i mean i know they're doing a season two but short enough seasons uh the another one that i absolutely love um and at the moment is, um, is a close second to me to the hands may tell this is sinner um which it was released on a network but then it's come to netflix as mm-hmm. kind of an exclusive on streaming services i believe uh this is with jessica beale um and bill pullman bill pullman um <laughs> 
Oh my god. Bethany waited on Bill Pullman. He's amazing. And I went back to tell the rest of the staff and nobody knew who he was. No No one seen while you were sleeping. (laughs) Right? Come on. Space balls. (laughs) Only the president of the United States. Oh yeah. Independence Day. Independence Day. (laughs) Were you just back there like quoting things from him? I would have been. It's the sinner like it's it's so fucking good. Um I've only watched two episodes of this as well though. Um and it's very much more didn't we not watch more? You might have, I but no, we did two. together. Nope. Yeah, when I wasn't feeling good. Oh, I think my sister was telling me we about this. We watched more. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the room. If you yeah, did, yeah, you were. You don't blame your little switch. That. I really have. Right. Anyway, I really haven't because we had that anyway. whole conversation about how many had you watched and where was I at because we've been watching it separately. Uh, when I was abroad, um, yeah, and I think it's just it's it for me. It very much depends where it goes to, um. How much I end up liking it because there's some obvious places it could go to where I think it would lose my respect for it. Um, but yeah, man, the first episode's killer. It's such a fucking good first episode. Um, and uh, Jessica no Beale and Jessica Beale is just. I think she's revolutionary. No like I think. Wow. Where was she at all this time, man? Well, she's just. But this is what I was saying because like I said this to my friend. Having babies with JT. Oh, Justin course. Timberlake. Oh, oh. No, just JT's fine. Um, Everyone knows who you're talking about. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, my friend Shannon, because I said to her, you got to see the sinner. And she's like, yeah, but it's got Jessica Biel on it. I said, oh, look, so all you, because Shannon's an actor mm-hmm. in LA and a female talented actor. And I, was, uh, and I was like, all these female actresses who haven't been given good fucking roles for decades because, oh, now you're like, when you're young, you just got to be the pretty thing. And now you're too old. We're not going to give you anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is Jessica Biel clearly finally being given something meaty and proper and perfect for like the age bracket she's in right now. And she just like destroys it. She's amazing. Like, That's cool. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, well, sorry, what's the name in Hands Made Tale? Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, I think she's incredible. And I prefer that show, I think, from where they're both heading. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I would say Jessica Biel deserves her performances. And, yeah. yeah, more awards. That's great. Um, you're enjoying it as well, aren't you? Yeah, I really love it. I've watched, I think, a cu- two more episodes than you because I watched them on the plane back oh, okay. from the UK. Um, and I'm in the same boat as you because I haven't finished it. Um, but it is starting to maybe veer in a direction that I'm hoping it veers away from <laughs> um but yeah I, I want like a strong payoff from it and i don't want it to just be i don't want an obvious an payoff. obvious ending yeah um and just before that came to netflix another netflix uh original came out which is mindhunter um which was Such yeah, a these... dumb name <laughs> well this like, is the show it turned me off to, to watch it really of the title yeah I, it. it's fine. I saw a billboard for it i remember just be like that's the dumbest name what it's yeah. kind of functional yeah. i guess but this one's got a really interesting story because this mm. is um i don't know if we've done this on the podcast before but this is david fincher's show and this is the show he was trying to make after zodiac he made zodiac and he became interested in all this real life crime and then how monsters were made um and he wanted to make this show and he was pitching it and no one would take it. And this is fucking David Fincher, you know, at mm-hmm. the height of his powers. And no one would take this show. Um, so he went and made House of Cards as basically a way to teach him how to do TV because he wasn't sure how to do TV. And Mindhunter was so important to him that he needed a warm-up. Um, it's a good so warm-up. That's why he did House of Cards. <laughs> um, so bad. it's really funny like that that became bigger. I don't think Mindhunter has had the resonance that House of Cards had when this is what he really wanted to make. And it's he's, a great show. He was saying, like, ironically, mm-hmm. he was pitching it as, you know, like, 
men standing in long grass talking about things and no one wanted that at the time and then mm-hmm. True Detective came out <laughs> suddenly everyone wanted to make that show um, yeah have you guys seen Mindhunter or something yeah we binged this one as well I think over a few nights with our housemate Carter um, yeah it wasn't what I was expecting um, I guess I kind of didn't think of the David I mean I knew he directed the first episode and he produced it but I didn't let it kind of I, I i didn't then think of what that type of show would be it started and i thought it would be um you know very much a case by case episode type of thing but but it's way more psychological and it does have, and, and does have those elements and that sort of structure but it's very very psychological mm-hmm. like both the on the serial killers like and the people like researching them, mm-hmm. yeah. which was really surprising. And, and some there's some great performances. Ed Kemper, the, the guy, guy that plays, plays Ed Kemper, Kemper, the giant serial killer. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you and go and on point, if you go perfect. on YouTube, yeah, and watch clips of them the same. actor and same the same. real guy side by side, it's pretty Very remarkable. Impressive. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, this is like real life stuff, you don't like. No, yeah. you don't like no, this but stuff. what I like, I'm only two episodes into it, and then I got sidetracked by the sinner because I was really into Mindhunter, and then I watched the sinner, and I was like, "Fuck, now I'm really into this," and then mm-hmm. life gone away. Um, I'm going back to it just because I love David Fincher. But what I really, for me, like this is more topical than Handmaid's Tale because for me, this is like what we should all be talking about at this point, which is what creates these what we call monsters, and mm-hmm. that you have to understand where they came from and what the psychology that built that creature rather than just shouting at it and trying to yep. destroy it with hate um so for me this is a much more interesting and poignant thing i don't think enough people are watching it sadly um but yeah definitely gonna go back it's really scary to walk by, watch by yourself <laughs> when you're in a house all by yourself <laughs> so i haven't watched more than the first episode because <laughs> i got freaked out um does the lead character get more enjoyable? Because he was my one of my problems with the first couple episodes. Like I don't really like him that much. But uh, no, okay. he doesn't actually. I like. I think. Yeah, they very intentionally keep him as sort of this young go-getter type. But what you witness is his essentially psychological wearing down. Okay, and that's how he unravels. Okay. Whether that makes him more likable at the end. Or whether you empathize with him more is like, that's a personal thing. But yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, no. I was just going to, I don't want to give anything away. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the psychological breaking down and becomes kind of risky to the the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of going against, which I think he was pretty by the book to start. And and then it's like, yeah. And actually there's the, the cool kind of development of his character is, the things he learns from the serial killers in this kind of making of a monster type research that they're doing, how you start seeing some of those traits in him. Right, mm-hmm. okay. Cool. Um, which is really interesting because then there's like a part of you that's like, where's he yeah. going to go? Where's he going to head right Yeah, because right, right. then he started starting to tell stories to get these other people to mm-hmm. open up. But you're like, we don't know if they're true or if it's yeah, something it's... he's making up to get something out of these Oops. guys. And then is that ethical? Like, can you use that information? Yeah. So he's, like, right. yeah, he doesn't necessarily become likable, but more interesting. very interesting. Right, cool. That's what I need. Um, American God started this year, which yeah, I watched the first episode of that. I'm a huge fan of the book. Um, for a long, long time now. It's been 
decades since that book came out, I think, which is the Neil Gaiman book, which is really fantastic. I find his stuff never transitions to live action very well. Um, I didn't like the live action Stardust, um, Neverwhere and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. There's something that his, wor his works, I feel, work much better as books or as graphic novels rather than as TV shows. Uh, but it was all right. Everything, everything was just off. You know, you know when you watch things, you're like, ah, oh, the casting is just not mm -hmm. quite there. The lighting's just not quite there. The effects are just not quite there. But it's nearly really good. Um, Dark started on Netflix. This is a German show, which is basically, they're selling it as like the German Stranger Things, which it is in many ways. It's about a bunch of kids. Um, and then, I don't really want to say, but some weird things start happening in the town. Um, it's really good. Like, it's really, really good. It's I want, I would, it's one of those shows you watch and it's like, oh, I'd love to be snobby and say this is better than Stranger Things because it's like the unknown European version of Stranger Things. And I know I have lots of friends now on my social medias who are doing exactly that. <laughs> you're like, yeah, but is it really? I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Stranger Things, but yeah, the first, I watched the first episode. It's beautiful. Like, it's really well shot um, and it's got a great mood, but I don't think you have the attachment to the kids like you did with Stranger Things. But I definitely recommend checking it out. This is on Netflix and definitely worth checking out doing it um godless what's in this one you turned me yeah! on to i nearly finished this <laughs> oh I, yeah i list. think you told it's me about this so, last i've been week. telling everybody about it who will listen to me <laughs> so this just drops at the end of the year kind of out of nowhere really i know uh, but Where with did lots this come of big from? names what uh, is it katie it's a western with sam watterson and jeff daniels and it is cowboys oh Dumbara <laughs> himself fucking great <laughs> um i love Oh. Yeah, so it's certainly 80, 80s, um, uh, American West. I know, that's what everybody times. tells me. They're like, oh, I think I added that to my queue, but I didn't know. I'm like, watch it. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it does have, uh, yeah, they haven't announced it as a second season yet either, um, which is kind should of. Should be. Yeah. There um, And it's only, again, know. nine episodes on. Maybe not. I think. Is that right? One, yeah. Two, something like that. There weren't enough. I wanted more, <laughs> although it finished, so I couldn't there like after it finished, you couldn't really have more. Um, but it's so good. It's like about this town um, called Labelle, and it's uh, it's near. It's like in the Midwest, but obviously old time Western. It's like post Civil War or just before the Civil War. I can't remember. Um, but it's this. It's focused on this town of women who it's a mining town and they've all lost their husbands, their sons, their fathers, all the men except for I think four men are gone because they were all in this horrible mining accident that took them all in one day. And so it's this like horde of women who have to fend for themselves in a time when women were not meant to do that. So they're all very, you have this mix of women who were, you know, we can do this, let's stand up and be like ourselves and we're going to literally put pants on and like take matters into our own hands. And then you have these American other women. Pants, by the way. No. Yes. <laughs> and then you have the other women who are like, <laughs> but we need a man, like we can't do this and da da da. And then, <laughs> so they're like teaching themselves how to take care of themselves. And then Jeff Daniels plays this guy, uh, Frank Griffin, who's like, he's a very interesting character because he is he's very uh multi-dimensional but he is after he it's kind of a revenge story of him trying to trace down this guy who is in his posse who has t turned like he has abandoned them and so he's on the hunt for this guy and this guy ends up taking refuge near labelle so frank griffin notoriously kind of just tears through towns 
ravages everything, burns everything to the ground, blah, blah, blah. And so Don't they're all like, I'm not. I'm not. They, tell, they literally tell you this in the trailer. Okay. And so the whole like intensity comes from the, this town of women who is frail and vulnerable. And everyone's like, you just wait till Frank Griffin hears about you. And then, stuff happens. Yeah, stuff happens. Scoop McNary is in this one as well. Huh? Scoop McNary, he's in this one. Yeah, I noticed oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was wrong, it's only seven episodes. So oh, it's yeah. really short. I watched the first episode of this. There weren't enough. <laughs> um, in, in my little binge watching with my mom. We both really enjoyed it. I thought the quality was very, very good. I'm not a fan of Westerns at all. And what I think I, I learned a while ago is the only Westerns I like tend to be solo Westerns, where it's just sort of one lone character out on his own in the wilderness or her own. Um, and this is definitely an ensemble. This is like a lot of characters, a lot of mechanisms going. I think it's mm-hmm. really well put together, but it's just not my cup of tea. It's so good. If you like Westerns, you'll really, really love it. Yeah, for sure. It's very, very well made Westerns. Also, it's a nice breath of fresh air because it feels very different from anything else. It's beautifully getting. shot as well um, in, a, in a climate that is all one tone when you're out in, you know, the west and the midwest yeah it's, it was very it's attractively just made. dirt <laughs> very attractive and made. they do a really good job with it um, and it plays like a version of the next one we can talk about but without a twist which is westworld um which started this year early in the year uh this is obviously based on the movie that came out when was that 60 yeah 70s maybe 70s maybe you'll burn um and well mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and yeah this was this was like at the time this was seems oh maybe this will be the next game of thrones this was like a big 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 show that had a lot of attention a lot of critical love a lot of a lot of people watching it um i only got a few episodes into it like i do with most things um and had mixed feelings what about you guys um yeah i really enjoyed it i felt that um i i loved the whole premise i felt that a lot of it was very very ambiguous upon watching it the first time and i realized it's one of those shows you that watch again. it comes it comes <laughs> together it comes together to at the end time. but it's one of those ones with repeated viewings you'd all those clues are laid out and you'd be like ah cool and and yeah i really liked it i, I mean i think i just liked the setting and mm-hmm. um yeah, that juxtaposition of it being like a Western, but that itself being a theme park and then being um, uh, AI and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, like sci-fi Western. Yeah, it was cool. It's cool. You said you have to watch it twice, Bethany. So you have strong feelings. Have you watched it I, twice? No, I have not. Um, <laughs> but I, like you said, I feel like you will pick up on a lot more. Um, I think just because a lot was happening every single episode, it kind of wore me out. Yeah. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it and I will watch it again at some point and probably absorb it better. Yeah. More. Is this the only series that you watched twice this year, Alex? Oh, so no, I haven't watched it twice yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're just saying that you've been, been going back. I've been meaning to a bit. Okay. okay. I, I know I that probably. I would enjoy it probably more on a second viewing. Okay. Um, so yeah, just a little note. Westworld, the movie was written and directed by Michael Crichton. Oh yeah, of oh. course it was. Mm-hmm. Was it directed by him? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Katie. You watched The Westworld. I don't have much more to add to it than that, to be honest. I thought it was a really well laid out show. I thought it was like a good puzzle show that you felt satisfaction. It was like putting together an actual puzzle where when you were done, you were like satisfied. And um, I think that's all you can really want from a show is that it like 
begins, carries, and ends well, mm-hmm. which I think it did. Yeah, especially and if it's it going to like throw out so many kind of like yeah. weird twists. And it had strong performances from a lot of people. Um, yeah, I mean Anthony Hopkins, come on, he was amazing. Yeah. And then that lead girl, apologies, I can't, I don't know your name. Uh, Evan Wood. Yeah. Yep. She Evan. Was, <laughs> she said Evan. <laughs> she was wonderful. She was Rachel good. Evanwood. Um, Something like that. Rachel Evanwood. Yeah. What that? Um, she's in a lot yeah. of stuff. We she first came about because she wrote a film called. Oh, 13. Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton. She's awesome. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's really, really great. Absolutely, so good. No, it is Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Her name's Evan. She wrote her first film uh, when she was thirteen, called Thirteen, wow. about her being thirteen, and then starting it. I think you've told me that. She's good. Very good. Actress. Very insular. Huh? It's very insular. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I watched the first episode of this. I, I love. Yeah. There's not, there's not really much point because I think everyone's seen Westworld, so my opinion is irrelevant. I was really amped for it being, like I said, I started the year with one. I'm only going to watch maybe two shows this year. I mm-hmm. think this is 100% going to be one of them. And that very first shot, I don't know if you remember, but yeah, I have Evan Rachel Wood and she's sort of like half naked, but half sort of pulled apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are these fluorescent lights turning on and there's like a fly on her eyeball mm-hmm. and it fucking it sold me immediately. I was like, this is exactly what I want. The mood is so dark and just like, oppressive and i loved it um and then the episode really disappointed me after that i was like this feels too just i don't know i thought it was i enjoyed it i thought it was good i just didn't it wasn't then what i wanted it to be from that very first shot um and I would say that I'll go back to it, but there's all these other ones now. Which I think I'm you would love going back to. where it goes. I know, but I've got like, really I gotta go watch Stranger Things. I've got to watch Mindhunter, the rest of that, The Sinner, Handsmaid's Tale. I'm not going to get through. You like, would like it, I think. <laughs> more You're going to get through 2017 shows and yeah. 2018 is no, going to exactly. be over. And that's why I don't watch TV. Yeah. So I know like that's just one where for me, it's like, I'm kind of, I'm okay not being a part of Westworld. You should just let me curate your TV for you. <laughs> and it's just be Bob's Burgers. Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Big Little Lies was another one at the beginning of the year that was huge and is many critics in their top five I still of need the to year. What? Um, he hasn't finished You haven't finished I've got like two I episodes to go. I left him behind oh because he was stalling. How did you I'm not kidding. do it on your own though? It's just because like I just moved on. Point. I moved on. But I, I, it's one I really, really oh want to get back God. to because I was into it and... I couldn't... I mean, the performances in that are just... Holy crap. Extraordinary. So good. Um, yes, yeah, so apologies... Like, Come on, get it together. Why don't you two talk about it? On this entire Why don't you two talk about it then? Well, fine, we will. Oh, um, how you! It's like getting on a roller coaster and getting to the very top before the final drop, and you're like, "I'm off." I'm I getting understand. Off. I understand. Come on, yeah. you gotta get the payoff. <laughs> I know. I know. That's I, some, I know. Every time I, I think about it, it, I'm like, I need to know. And I was really? like, do you just, every, for like a week after, I was like, have you watched it? You really, you should just sit you down and like, watch I gotta it. talk about Please it. Watch it. Yeah, actually, a week ago, we were watching Election um, because we'd watched Downsizing. So we were like, let's oh, watch yeah. some Alexander Payne films. So we watched Election, which is awesome. Um, and I think you were watching that. I was like, oh, Reese Witherspoon's such a great actress. Yes. And you were like, you need to watch the rest of yes, Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of it is kind of what Al was saying um, with The Sinner because there aren't those great meaty roles for older women. And I mm-hmm. think that this was like a one, two, three punch that showed that mm-hmm. these women are like powerhouses still. And if you give them things that mean something to them and that they can dig into... They'll just 
take it and run and like all of them did such an amazing job yep. like every single every one performance. of them because i'm not even a huge reese witherspoon fan i've never really been able to take her seriously and i i loved to hate her at the beginning and then you really just start to care about every single one of these people mm-hmm. and i thought it was phenomenal I really did but i also thought there should have been like a support group for people who had seen it and then people they didn't have anyone to talk, talk to about to it. it. I needed that I group. So many people showing up in my house, and be like, "Please tell me you finished it," because I need to talk. <laughs> so, just for future reference, make sure you have people who've seen the end. And then Al had fun because I think you watched the first episode with me. Yeah, and I didn't like it. And you immediately like wanted to. Fig- you were like, "It's that person." Well, because uh, it starts with. I the just feel like such a naysayer in this podcast. I'm I know, not trying. It's fine. This is, no, this is one. So the other ones, I'm like, Westworld, I could see is great. It just wasn't. It just like let, let me down a little bit, and I want to watch more of it. This was one that I was just like, yeah, the production value is fantastic. And the actors are all, like, phenomenal. But I think maybe, again, it's what a problem for me just living in L.A. Is from that first episode, all the characters I was meant to care about. It, it felt to me like it was written by L.A. people who are rich and famous to say look we're people to feel sorry for us for each other like and that's how that first episode came across to me as like a, a show written by rich famous la people for other la people it's not watch. that and um, i hated every fucking character in that first episode so much I, was like, I don't i no way do i want to watch another episode it's about that face that you put on though and like that personality mm-hmm. that those people try to inhabit to make themselves feel like their life is not falling apart i'm sure but i just didn't get any for me i didn't get any of that from the first episode I know, all i got was production values but no but yeah but for me like i really don't i don't believe it like for me it's really is like the first episode if you don't get someone in a movie gets someone in and tells an entire story in an hour and a half if you can't get someone in and hooked within an hour then you're not telling your story right you're not and for most people they did get hooked so it was telling a story right just not for me like for me it's like i don't like any of these characters after the first episode and i remember when we watched it together that first episode we did and then i caught some bits of other ones with you and then i went away mm-hmm. um and you really liked it in the first episode, but you did say, yeah, I don't like any of these people, but I want to know what happens next. And the difference was, I was like, I don't like any of these people, so I don't want to know what happens next. Oh. And that was kind of the difference. See, I like watching people who think that their life is great. Like, even you just put, like, one hair in the needle, or, like, what do you, like, a, I don't know what the what? metaphor is. Where are you hair putting the, needle, the hair? I think. No, it's like when you, like, or, like, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess, yeah. is another one. It's like a drop of blood in the Yeah, in the where you water. just, like, that one little thing, and mm-hmm. it just, like, messes your whole perfect thing up. And yeah, it kind of just brings everyone's flaws out. And I, that's what I was hoping it was going to be, which it was. Because yeah. I, I hate that part of society. I mean, I've worked for those people, and they, they're so fragile. And it's kind of just more like, I don't know. It's like a weird guilty pleasure of mine (laughs) for them to have to taste reality. For me, it's just like, I just don't want to, yeah, I don't like them and I don't want to see them fail, but I just don't want to have anything to do with it. Basically, Mm. that's just kind of how I felt about it. So yeah, that was the one that this year I watched that I think that was my most sort of, the one that people liked so, so much this year. And I really just actively didn't like Mm. quite bitterly. But that's getting another season too. Yeah. I don't yes, know how. But then apparently That's it's done, worries. I think, because it's looking here. It's, just got it's okay. Oh, sorry. She, 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 um, she scared herself. <laughs> she hurt Izzy. Oh. Sorry, our dogs are scaring each other. Uh, the Deuce. The Deuce. Nope. You haven't watched it? Mm-mm. So this is from James the writer Frankly? of The Wire. 
Oh, I do also... No, actually, that's him backhanded. James Franco and small I was going to say the creative big little lies also created animals. That's my rule. <laughs> so, so it's on the back burner. Yeah. What's that? She said James Franco in small doses. There's a lot of oh, James yeah. Franco in the world. Yeah. Too much, arguably. Um, but... Yeah, but it shows from the creator of The Wire and Generation Maggie Kill. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Come on. She yeah, we um, our kind of relation, uh, mm, our, crazy. our thing with this show is yeah, neither of us have watched it, but every for for a couple of weeks, every time we went out, we'd come home and our housemate Carter would be watching it, and it'd be like a heavy sex scene, and we'd just be like, yeah. "Are you watching this every time you're home?" <laughs> <laughs> just and so we we just constantly tease him about it's it. Like this is my alone time show. Yeah, but he, he seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah, I watched. It. Two, one one episode one okay. or two episodes i can't remember i know at least one you said um, it was great at the time i loved it i would i would easily go back and watch it mm-hmm. like no big deal but it's yeah. all about the porn industry so that's yeah. why it's low six yeah mm-hmm. i've heard nothing but great things about this and from the creator of the wire it's like what would you expect mm-hmm. yeah. he's, he's never i don't think he's ever touched anything it's very not great. gritty like it's like it's not pretty which you would assume yeah, well, he likes his gritty stuff. I'll be honest, the James Franco thing did put me off <laughs> a bit. It was like he's in so many things. I was like, I don't know if I need two of him. Well, it's weird because <laughs> I didn't really get the difference in his characters at the beginning. Like, they literally have to have one of the Wait, brothers. Wait, does he play different characters? He, he plays twins. twins brothers. Oh, okay. And one of them gets beat up. And, like, that's the only... At the beginning, one gets beat up. And, again, I've only seen, like, one or two episodes. But that's the only differentiating thing I could find between the two of them. Because one's supposed to be, like, the ne'er-do-well, always getting in trouble. And the other one's, like, trying to, like, make money for his family and, like, work at a restaurant and stuff. And he's constantly being mistaken for his other brother. Hmm. But I was like, I I can't tell the difference. (laughs) Um, Yeah, definitely worth checking out. That's on HBO, isn't it? Um, Legion is one of the weird shows that critics went crazy for and the public just didn't watch because I don't think people knew what the fuck it was and we were just talking about this before the show Alex Um, Mm -hmm. it's a really weird show and it's really cool Um, I think it's in a very different way you know if you're looking for a gritty comic book TV show this is not the best one but in many ways I think it is the best Marvel show out there it's it's an X-Men TV show but not with X-Men in the title. And I purposely showed you the first episode without telling you that it was Marvel or X-Men to see how you kind of digested it that way. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't come across like that. It's very much pushing the boundaries of sort of weirdly art house psychological comedy. Um, I think it's fucking great. It's very quirky. Yeah, we saw, we watched a couple of episodes because I, I sent you a message um, and I was like, hey, Al, Legion, what do you know? <laughs> Having just seen a few posters and some other work stuff related to that coming up um yeah and you gave me the lowdown and said it was marvel and then watching it it it, it doesn't feel like a marvel show at all it's yeah. awesome it's really cool and just that the 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 whole production and set design it's sort of in this ambiguous sort of 60s but not it was really cool yeah. it was such a bold choice it. to design it like that and to have that mm-hmm. look yeah but not necessarily label it as being in that time period. Yeah. Um, it's just very bold, just yeah. like with artistic direction and their music and, and you know, how mm-hmm. they tell the story, even just in the first episode, like it's just so... Mm-hmm. What is this on? Um, Legions of Fe- FX, oh, I think. That's yeah. why. Um, I, lose, I lose my shows to when it's on FX. Yeah. FX is a difficult platform, yeah. I think, because there isn't a nice comfy home for all of their shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of their shows after seasons 
finish. I don't know. I guess they have a deal with uh, Netflix, but then mm-hmm. they jump yeah. straight onto Netflix. Is this one on Netflix now? Do we know Legion? I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. I was buying it on iTunes and just watching it um, that way, which is why I do a lot of the shows, to be honest. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, when we watched, we streamed it on another channel. Um, mm. uh, oh, it's on Hulu now. It's on Hulu. Oh, nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Then I will watch it. Sorry. With um, my Bob's Burgers. Other Marvel stuff, <laughs> The Gifted. I haven't been able to watch that yet. That's that's another X Men one, uh, which is actually meant to be great, and I haven't got around to watching it yet. No one else has seen that yet. Nope. Um, then we had regular Marvel Netflix shows continued. We had Defenders, which was terrible. Did you watch some of that, Bethany? Which one? Defenders, because you watched. Was it Luke Cage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And you, did you watch it. the other one? What was I watched the, got a snarl on her face. What was the, <laughs> what was the other one like that came Iron out Fist. this year? I Iron just had Fist. to finish so it. That was last year. End Luke Cage and Nine Fist, I think, were last yeah. year. I thought I you started Defenders. You're, you're going to have to tell me what it's about. Defenders is what they've been. It's basically <laughs> like the Avengers of the TV <laughs> like who's bunch. in it? Well, it's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Oh. Um, Can you watch the no, first I episode? It. I think I may have watched the first episode. But they're all and then fighting I was together? Like, no. <laughs> like, it's really bad. And it. this is the whole point. It's meant to be the Avengers, so it should have had that much of energy you know, and excitement. And people were excited in the geeky sphere. And then the first critic reviews came out. They were like, it's bad. <laughs> um, the problem is they dump it all in one go. And it, there are like high points. There's an episode, I think episode four, which is all in the Chinese restaurant, which is really cool. And there's an episode near the end, which is really cool. But the majority of it's really episode. bad. Mm-hmm. Like it really is bad. Did you mm-hmm. watch it? Just bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Never got into it. It was a real shame to like have that. And like the Daredevil stuff was interesting. They were playing with interesting stuff of him not trying to not be a superhero basically and give that up and unfortunately it's just swallowed into this black hole of stupid other stuff that's happening yeah um, i really liked daredevil a lot like the first season and yeah the second season as well but then i kind of didn't really get into the other netflix no it, marvel shows i watched them but daredevil was definitely my favorite daredevil's without a doubt the best one yeah and season three is coming this year so some of um, those fight scenes were amazing yeah so cool. And you're a big fan of Augie. What, what's his name? What's his friend's name? Am I? Oh, really? She likes you Foggy. You love him. Foggy name. Nobody Foggy? likes Foggy. Foggy? I wanted like to Foggy. strangle him no, the entire kidding. time. Oh, right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes Foggy. I was like, did Poor I? Foggy. What? <laughs> Poor actor. Man. Like, Poor guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I said Luke Cage, you don't need to worry about. Worst. I'm Fist, you definitely don't need to worry about. Defenders, I don't think you need to worry about. Jessica Jones depends where you are. Like, I think mm-hmm. for some people, I know, love that as their favorite, and some people hate it. Daredevil, I think most people enjoy to some degree. But for me, then they had another one this year, which was The Punisher. And this was one that they hadn't planned to do. Everything else they've been planning, but The Punisher and Daredevil Season 2 had done so well that they just suddenly spat out this series. And yeah. I was ignoring it just because I'm not a huge Punisher fan. I didn't like Luke Cage. I didn't like Iron Fist. I didn't like Defenders. So I was like, all right, I'll just wait for Daredevil. Um, and then it kept creeping through that this is maybe the best Marvel Netflix TV show. Um, so I watched the first episode, yeah, last week. I think you feel differently about it, but I really, really liked it a lot. Um, I liked... He's such a weird actor because he's not very good in anything he Yeah, does. there's moments when I watch him and I'm like... Yeah, I just don't know... He's not very good. Yeah. But they just use him well. I think for The Punisher, he kind of works. He's just this yeah. mute, bearded man who's sad and then beats people up. Yeah. Um, does some pretty horrible things. Oh, really? Yeah. That fucking... That first episode, like, when it gets to the action, I was like, Jesus. Mm. Like, they really go nasty with it which is how you should for the punisher and it's shot really cool the yeah. baddie stuff that they're building up to i'm like I said, i've only seen the first episode but the baddie bits i was like nah these are, i don't like these bits but everything with him and it i really liked we got through a fair chunk of episodes but it was very much a background show for us i think mm-hmm. 
Like we had it on while we were doing other things. Right. And sort of both tuning in and out. Um, but there were parts where like in the construction site where we're, we're oh, like, man. we could hear it happen. We like look and we're like, oh God, oh, no, yeah, that bit was crazy. It. Like, it was nasty. <laughs> it was. Like for me, it's sort of like Daredevil, the, those action scenes and how they choreographed it. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Really entertaining to watch. Crazy violent, like in this one. Yeah. But like you said, it sort of fits the context of that character. Mm. No, exactly. I certainly don't feel, though, invested in any way in the narrative. And it's, that's why it's been right. very much like a background thing to me. It just sort of, it feels like all those other ones you've mentioned that I've sort of not just personally haven't had like a, yeah, haven't really jumped on board with it. Right. Um, and I think the last Marvel one that came out this year was uh, Runaways, which has been getting great reviews. I haven't watched this yet. This is through FX as well, which is, yeah, just a tricky platform for some things. Um, and yeah, full disclosure, this stars uh, the lead in our feature film, Starfish, who's in this and it's getting great reviews. So people should check that out because I haven't been able to yet, <laughs> but I will. Um, and I actually really love the Runaways comics. So, so that's about a like young mutants, right? Yeah, it's about actually the, like, the kids of these parents and they find out that their parents are supervillains, essentially. Right. And then they run away from home. There's a dinosaur involved, which I'm interested if they do that oh. in the TV show because there's a cool dinosaur in the comics. Um, but it's really cool. Like, I really like... It's kind of like a young X-Men kind of feel mm-hmm. um, to it. And um, people are really liking it a lot. It's got good reviews. Um, one of my favorite shows of the year, and I only saw two episodes of this as well, but I definitely am finishing this, uh, is Atlanta. With Donald, Donald Glover. Glover, I haven't seen this I yet. Seen oh, it either. Really like it. Heard lots of good things. It's really cool. It's really good. It's shot just really honest. His performance is fantastic. Like he just has such a good gravity to it. Did he write this show? He or co-write this show? Let me double check. My I facts. thought he had something to do with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I think he's like a producer because it, it has him written like not written. It has him all over it, like in yeah, everyone's yeah. dialogue. It's just that honest kind of yeah, created by Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really fucking cool show. It's really and good. It's funny and dark and honest. And, yeah. Um, Especially with like the black culture, like the, the oppression that still exists. And then to mix that with like the hip hop world, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. We'll have to check and it out. And the third funny friend is like hilarious funny. Yeah. He's like stoned all the time. <laughs> it's just, it's They're just really the funny. right side of stereotypical for me with everything. It could easily be just overplayed, but from what I've seen of it, it's just realistic enough rather than just being, okay, there's the funny character, yeah. there's the talented one, there's the I still of... get that song stuck in my head, the Paperboy song. Yeah, it's a cool song. <laughs> like, Who doesn't man. love Donald Glover, right? I know. Lando um, Calrissian. <laughs> the young Lando <laughs> Calrissian. Oh, man. Uh, the Good Place. So technically, yeah, this te- technically started in 2016. Um, it had its second season in 2017, but everyone seemed to catch on to it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it like it, came out on Netflix all at once. Yeah, I think yeah. it's because it had been shown on NBC and then it came to streaming services this year and this is when everyone mm-hmm. caught up with it. Um, I haven't seen any of this, but I know a lot of people really like it. I love Ted Danson, though, particularly in Bored to Death. So, Bethany? Oh. You've watched this show. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like trying to figure out which movie. The Good Place. The Ted Danson one that oh, we were just talking about. Yeah, I mean, I really like I really like Ted Danson. Um, and Kristen Bell's really Kristen funny too. Kristen Bell's so cute in it. But you're watching it for Ted Danson. I'm watching it for Ted yeah. Danson. No, she's watching it because Kristen is cute. She's so cute. No. I is it a good show though? Oh, okay. He's saying no. 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 Bethany's it does fine. not. I, think, it does I don't not know how Ted Danson. It's 
how it has a second no, season. No, it's because it has Ted Danson in it. And everyone okay. wants him. I, <laughs> I like, like I like the I premise, but it just doesn't seem to have, I don't know. It's, it's missing something. NBC funny. Like, yeah, I for sure. It's, it's like not, network. Comedy. It doesn't have any depth to it. It's mm-hmm. just face value. Like, Did you finish it? You no, watched the whole thing? I couldn't. It was like sucking it has my a soul twist. out of my body. It does have a twist. I don't. Shall I reveal the twist? No, no. you can't. No, no, no. Why? Because we're so spoilers. No spoilers. You can tell me later. We're trying not to help people twist. to listen to this podcast. Right. So you might go oh, okay. me and it makes it seem not as bad as you oh, think. It was making me. It is. is it all in Ted It is nauseating because it's supposed to, to feel like this perfect universe. <laughs> I want to be Well, I know adventure. that it's not what it seems to be. But that's part of the twist. Have you have you seen both of them? actually in hell? Um. Is that with uh, Jason Schwartzman? I've oh, seen some so of it. Good. It's been a while, but I I really liked it. That's good. Ted, Ted Danson right there, man. Good. He's, he's so good. Is he the editor or mm-hmm. is oh, yeah? So good. You guys, you guys seen Cheers? Oh, Never heard oh, of that. What's Ted, that show? Ted Danson's in it. Oh, yeah, Ted and Woody Harrelson. That's no, the prequel what? to Frasier. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the prequel to Frasier. He's in it. Uh, <laughs> Still one of my <laughs> legitimate favorite moments of my life was Tamro discovering Frasier, becoming so passionate about it, watching every episode of Netflix. And then later on, we were talking, and I told him about, yeah, you should probably watch Cheers. And he had no idea, like, that Cheers Aww. was where Frasier had come from yeah. and stuff. And then he went and started watching it. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole new Frasier. Yeah. Um, another show which is on a lot of, of critics' lists uh, for the best of the year is American Vandal. You guys seen this? I saw the trailer the for this on Netflix. Dicks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is, <laughs> so this is like a comedy <laughs> this mockumentary, is the inevitable, right? Yeah, sort of pastiche on all of the true life crime um, dramas that are out. Yeah. Where they're doing about a school where this vandalism of, of graffiti penises. <laughs> they like ruined this cars. guy's life. And everyone blames the jock guy who's been drawing penises so on everything. Funny. Um, and then a group of sort of nerds <laughs> in the school begin to build a sort of case that it wasn't actually him. Uh, hinging on certain elements such as he, the mushroom head on the penis isn't the same. <laughs> he doesn't draw. So wait, and this There's is no hair. We, we watched the trailer for it. Um, we ended up opting like, for That has to be fake. I was like, There's is no that way that's real. It's like it's a documentary, right? Uh, but then we ended up opting for something else. So this is an episodic thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a movie. Like a sh- like no, it's already got a second season coming. Oh, uh, that's cool. I thought it was a movie too. And I even was like listening as Al watched it. And I was finishing up prepping some stuff. And then all of a sudden, it's like it started to do kind of a, a next time blah 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 uh, and i was like what wait this is are you there's kidding more? me and i was like there's a whole series of this yeah. cuz it's well, like was... making a murderer yeah. style yeah. right um, i could really deal with funny, this though. i could deal with this level of true crime that's <laughs> um, really funny yeah it was weird though because like this is like was crazy crazy hyped um by all of the sort of podcasts i listen to and stuff so it's like all right i have to check this out and i do i really like it like there were a couple of bits that kind of killed me funny but most of the episode, it was just sort of, you know, shrug funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, all right, I get the joke. It's kind of funny. Um, and it's kind of weird because I really, really love it. But at the same time, the first thing I said to you afterwards, like, I don't know how they do a whole season of that. Like, that's really funny yeah. for half an hour. But I don't know if I could do a whole season. Um, it's like locker room humor. For... But that's fluff for me. So I can put yeah. that on yeah, while I'm doing other stuff, probably. Yeah. I don't need to, like, sit and purely absorb it. That's or I can do it while funny. I'm going to sleep or something. Whereas the other shows we're talking about, I need to watch with attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely recommend checking out the first episode. Um, Taboo is a show that I don't think anybody saw. No, is this the one world. with uh, Tom Hardy? Yeah. Mm. 
Tom Hardy English show uh, uh, where he comes back uh, oh. to try to take over the shipping empire in 1800s. Did you watch it? No, I'm picturing the, the poster. Yeah. I just saw it in my head. The posters are awesome. No. Oh, it's so good. Why would you choose that typeface? Like, oh, it's like <laughs> yeah. the worst. Now I don't he's a graphic designer. The whole poster, I was just see. like, I will never watch that show because Ooh. it's such garbage. Hang on. That's like me I want to see if the English posters were different. And then I was like, yes, you will. It's David Fincher. And you'll show some respect. I was like, okay. It was the one just of his face. On the side. What's wrong with it? It's like the black and white. He's got like an arrow painted on It's like the Game of Thrones lettering. Which one? Yeah, no, the typeface isn't great, but I just like the image of his face so much. I thought it was about Winston Churchill for the longest time. (laughs) I didn't see the clown Lucky you watched The Crown. I know. Now I'm set straight. (laughs) I understand. Um, That's what it was in the UK. That's fine. Is that the one? You don't like it? That's the one I don't like. She doesn't even look at it. <laughs> I, I love I like the handwritten Tom Hardy and I love the photo of his face. I don't even notice the type. I didn't. I love it. Tom Hardy. Why haven't I watched this? I don't think. Uh, Where is it? This is effects as well. Oh! Uh, over here in in England. God damn you, effects. Different. We've got Why it some down. Stealing we've got it, Tom Hardy. We've been buying it on iTunes. Oh. Um, yes, we have. Looks cool, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Riverdale started on Netflix. This is the very surreal. Very Archie, surreal yeah. Archie live action show that I don't think anyone was either expecting or asking for, frankly. Because <laughs> um, Archie does weird stuff. I know in the comics now he fights the Predator and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I watched the first episode because I was just so confused by what this was. Because this is almost like they try and give it a Twin Peaksy kind yeah. of vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like Twin Peaks meets like some teen like the OC yeah. kind of yeah. feel. Um, and. This does not mean that I liked it, but I think I ended up watching three episodes. You I? liked it. Well, no, I thought you, the girl was amazing. Yeah. Um, but I was just so baffled by it that I was really, I was honestly incredulous that it existed. And I, yeah. no one else I knew was watching it. And I was like, I just had to keep watching it because I was like, what the, f- how do you do this? It's like, it'd be like making Garfield into a live it's action. It's got a great detective following show now, It was just so weird. Yeah. It's got a big following. And it's honest, honestly, it's not for me. It's not my demographic it's you know it's made for teenagers but it's actually like well made like it's cool it's like yeah. nicely shot it looks good um and it's yeah like i mean i think they do a good job of making these weird comic book characters into basically yeah the oc meets twin peaks mm-hmm. which there are worse pictures you can have yeah um gypsy mm. that was at the beginning of the year with naomi watts no no i watched one episode yeah i watched one episode really excited about it and then i was like ah oh. Um, very adult, like yeah. very drama based. Um, great performance from Naomi Watts as always, um, but didn't really vote me in. Yeah. Um, Ozark, there's one that I know you guys have all seen. I've yep. not seen any of it. So, uh, Bethany, Alex, I, um, <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> I really loved it. I thought it was <clears throat> shot really well um, every time. Sorry, you had an eyelash. Stop poking her. <laughs> She's trying, She's trying to, talk. to talk. Don't you um, And I thought the performances were great. Laura Linney, right? Mm-hmm. Laura Linney, yeah. yeah. She's fantastic in it. Um, per use. It escalates pretty quickly, and you're sucked in right away. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I so had do, no, you, do you guys I'm, like uh, Bateman? Because he's a problem for me normally. 
Yeah. I think, Katie, weren't you saying that too? I have, that a, problem have a problem with Bateman. With him? I really liked him in it. It's a very unusual role for him. I think he always plays that awkward, like, funny guy or, like, socially awkward weird dude. But I thought he... I thought he was really good, and it, his performance was great. I thought it was believable. Like, why not be, like, this amazing accountant, brilliant money laundering guy? Like, yeah. I mean... Why can't he play that? For me, his his performance was... Uh, was him it was it was jason bateman like for me it was contextual like it was it was no different to um uh michael bluth in Arrested development Mm -hmm. it was just contextually different there were bits i'd always joke with and because it's also about like familial familial dynamics and the breakdown of that and secrets being kept from each other and how you play and so there'd be moments when i joke to bethany it's just like um where I would just imagine the Arrested Development theme tune coming on <laughs> and it fitting with him, um, but that it worked because it was just totally and contextually different. But as far as a performance, he, he played it like they mirrored, they paralleled each other. It was just that you had it in a darker thing. Right. Um, but for me, it still worked and it was still believable. And like you said, it was interesting to see him in something like so different in tone to what he usually does. Um. Yeah, and for me, we like it was still believable, but it was it was the narrative that really um got me. In. And I think it was like a few days after we finished it, I woke up and I was like, Bethany, I had a dream, and I in the dream I figured out the metaphor of the whole story, and which I won't. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know if I say it now, but I was just like, they they were in purgatory. That was the whole thing because it's like moments when they almost die and you think they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And they come back or they don't come back or they, they don't die basically. Right. But it's like the, this is like constant cycle of them being trapped in this, yeah, uh, in this problem, I guess. Um, <laughs> I had I a very that out breaking bad feel to it for me. And mm-hmm. then like from the premise of it to it being about a family to it being like the dad having to kind of bear this burden mm-hmm. or the majority of the burden. And then the wife kind of gets involved in it as well. And kind yeah. of more that becomes their relationship rather than their marriage. Cause their yeah. marriage is mm-hmm. shit marriage no is matter over. what it's yeah. over, but they have to keep it together for the sake of being like surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they can switch it on. Like when the police, the yeah. FBI agent comes and then yeah. they're like all of a sudden like, no, we're just like yeah. this perfect family. But that's Laura Linney though. Fine. Like she's so, she's like so she good. always is able to play that character that is this convincing maternal um, homemaker. Whereas, but uh, like underneath, she's kind of more conniving. Yeah. Um, but I think that was my biggest issue. Like what you were saying was, I don't know if you were considering that a pro that he's more Michael Bluth, but that to me is how Jason Bateman is and everything Absolutely. I see him yeah. in. It is. He never switches. Yeah. And I don't, He. I just didn't find him to be a good fit. And I knew that they weren't meant to have a good marriage, but I didn't, like I could not in my brain imagine a day where those two got along, where those two were in love, where they got married. Yeah, like yeah. I did not see them as a couple ever. Yeah. And I just like, I have a problem with him in rom-coms too. I can't, 
he's like one of those people you're like I can't watch him make out with anyone because I like him and Adam Sandler are the two that I'm always like I can't watch you in a rom-com Stop it. because yeah. I don't want to see daddy. you like have like have love and that's so sad like I don't want to see that for you and I don't know why I don't know why because I think he's hilarious and I love him in Arrested Development but like he's just I didn't like him here um but I loved the story I loved I'm from like I used to vacation in Lake of the Ozarks with my family yeah and so even though it wasn't actually filmed there I thought they typecasted the people in that environment very well yeah that's like, cool they are it's just flush with rednecks man that yeah. whole area is just you're in the boonies yeah the casting was great the girl the supporting actor that played what's her name the oh, young Rose? girl that yeah was the one blonde. from electric children right she is she was great she, she was, was really great children? yeah she's, young girl? yeah she was oh, terrifying she yeah she was so was good her. and like oh, kind of terrifying what's going on but like for me i guess yeah with the with the performance of jason bateman fine yeah i think i agree with you it's he plays that same kind of role yeah. um um but for me it's still it still worked and i think it just shows like how you know like you, you could edit arrested development and change the score slightly and change the tone to make it dark and like his performance would still fit in that. Yeah. Like, it was just like <laughs> do you know what i mean like you could flip them around and you could make edit ozark and make it yeah. arrested development style because of his yeah. performance being the I same but, but like i kind of want the stakes in arrested development to be that high now yeah. <laughs> like i would love to see those characters having to react to that yeah but that's another conversation but yeah i still thought it was great I yeah i really it. really enjoyed I it i thought he did a good job yeah mm-hmm, me too okay we're very near the end uh so the last five our star trek discovery started this year um i'm not a star trek fan at all uh dear friend and uh also host of this show sometimes it's tamro shida who is mm-hmm. not a star trek fan at all he's really enjoying this show he's watching a lot of it the trailer yeah i really liked the look of the trailer i grew up watching a lot of um uh, Star Trek The Next Generation with my mom, who is a big fan of that show. Nerd. So I would watch that with her. I'm nowhere by any means a Trekkie. I'm a Star Wars fan. Just to make <laughs> Just that clear. Star Wars fan? Uh, but I was a fan of The Next Generation. Um, and this looked cool. It looked really cool. I have to speak to Tanro about it. You should. Mm. Um, and in that Star Trek vibe, but we had Seth MacFarlane's The <laughs> Orville. Woo! Um, but you're a fan, Katie. Yeah. This is kind of it's like it's not a, done yet. No, it's still going. I'm giving. Yeah, is it good? I liked the trailer for that as well. It's really good. I yeah. like it a lot. It's it's one of mine that I can have on in the background, but it's one that I also pay attention to. Yeah, like, yeah. I I do it when, uh, or I watch it when I'm doing something, but it's not something that I have to focus on what I'm doing because I love. It's just it's reeks of Seth MacFarlane. Like it's for got sure. all his little quips in there, but it also is it pays heritage to like you can tell the passion that he has for like star trek and Mm -hmm. that the shows that you would watch when you got off school and like you'd go home and like that was in your like i have to watch this episode or Mm -hmm. did you watch that episode last night but they do it with um kind of a black mirror vibe to it too because they because they travel a lot to other planets and so you have alternate societies um but it's definitely framed um per star trek vibe so it's got all of that plus modern nuances and all the humor that you could possibly want it's really funny gonna check it out you should uh there was also glow 
which I know for for a very short period of time people seem very excited about. Uh, so the wrestling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch any of this at all. Did anybody here see? Anything? Doesn't yeah, it stand for it. like? Is it something? Something ladies of wrestling. Yeah. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. You, I, you I watched really like all it, of it. Oh, do you did? Yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. Okay. But not my favorite. Did you watch it? Mm-mm. No. I know some people passionately love this show, um, but all yeah, right. didn't look like my thing. Uh, atypical. Yep, we watched this. Yes, we did. We watched it over a few nights. Um, yeah, it's a nice little show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow. Um, what's his um? What's what's the lead guy's name? Keir Gilchrist. Yeah, who's from, um, from It Follows. Yeah, It Follows. I and thought he was great. Um, yep. He was really endearing in it. And I think, you know, playing a person with autism, you know, I think he gave a very um, sincere and genuine performance of that. Okay. Yeah. But but the show itself is, it's okay. It's, it's not like mind-blowingly good. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, I second that. Okay. Um, uh, did anyone see the Black Mirror? Because it just came out just before Christmas, I think. The I haven't season. watched the new season, but I definitely will. Yet, I'm very excited. Word from the UK, best season yet. Um, and the last show I just want to talk about very quickly is the TV version of The Mist, which again just sort of came out of nowhere and then had very bad things said about it. Um, <laughs> I did check out the first episode. Like Mist? <laughs> like, I did check out the first episode uh, the other night to prep for this podcast because I'm a big fan of, of the film um, and all of its cheesy stupidness. Um, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, this first episode. It was perfectly fine. Um, I kind of like the build-up and it's such like an idea that I like so much that I'm still kind of interested in where it's going even though it wasn't an amazing... You know, it wasn't an amazing opening episode, um, but I didn't think it was terrible or anything. Uh, I actually think the the casting's pretty good, um, so I might watch one more just to see. Well, what are you going to do with this as a whole series? Um, you do that, all right? I will. <laughs> I will. Um, I think that is pretty much everything. Is there anything I've missed that you guys was important to you guys? I would just like to say that I watched the show Fortitude this year, and mm-hmm. it's continuing show i don't know if it's going to keep going or not but it the second season was out this year and it's on amazon and it's freaking brilliant and you should watch it this and is dennis ev- quaid in a wagon ear this in is- the snow with polar bears that's this all i'm gonna say this one every time that we're at fright fest there's a fucking trailer for this I know. before every film we see at fright fest and <laughs> i was like oh don't it was actually really really good and it had a lot of good british talent in it too british talent a lot of british talent um, um, I'd also like to give a mention. It's 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 a talk show, but um, Sarah Silverman's new talk show on Hulu. Really? I love you, America. Yes. Yeah, because I know Sarah I'm Silverman surprised. can be a pretty polarizing character, mm-hmm. comedian. Mm-hmm. People sort of either really are on board with her and love her, or find a a little grating. Um, but her show is really cool. It sort of approaches um, some of the issues. Some of the issues that are happening in America right now, rather than like lecturing and rating people yeah like she goes and hangs out with a conservative family in louisiana and like they had never met a jewish person before wow um and she talks to them about some of their decisions um why they voted for trump and it's and her whole concept for this show is um what she say it's that mr rogers line like if it's um it's something like if if it's if it's manageable, no, it's if it's 
if it's mentionable, it's manageable. If it's mentionable, That's it's manageable. She so she's like, this show is going to be uncomfortable, but we're going to get through it. Right. And so like each week, they kind of take a new perspective on, like look at a new part, like a different part of America and then sort of go, she goes in head first um, and d- discusses that or she talks to other, or t- she talks to people who have had a big change in their life and what sort of incited that change. And um, it's just a really different take on a talk show. Um, mm. And it's still littered with that, with her humor, but it's, um, yeah, it was interesting, really worth watching. Right. I enjoyed it. Cool. All right. Thank you. Um, I want to shout out to my favorite TV show of the year, which was a YouTube. <laughs> was it Randy Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is my favorite TV show every year, where three stupid IGN UK boys play incredibly hard video games um, while talking about life and and getting jerked off on park benches and. What? It's all some pretty crazy stories. It's it's a very, very, very honest, incredibly funny podcast, essentially, while one of them plays incredibly hard video games. And this year they're playing mostly Cuphead. It's like you guys with Justin and Nate all sitting down and playing and making Justin or... I don't know, it'd be Justin, it'd be Rory. I guess. It's basically like one of them's the young one there and he uh, plays the video game. Another one, Daniel Cooper, um, who I bumped into recently in London. He's a very lovely man. Uh, he's kind of the, on the law. And then another one who's called Gav Murphy. He's like this Welsh loud mouth. <laughs> like he drives the banter bus is what they call it. Smash. And it's essentially, it's just like they're three best friends who stay home back after work uh, until like 11 p.m. to do these things. And they started it just by playing Dark Souls games and it became the biggest thing IGN have going. Nice. Um, and now they sell out in, in uh, they do like live shows in London. And they wow. sell out within one day, months, months. In Which Al knows of them playing Al the game. I'm just hanging out and playing the game. And I went to not. one of them and I really wanted to go to the next one, but it sold out immediately. Um, what's the what's the show called again prepare to try okay um i will say i think it was better when they were doing dark souls um, yeah dark souls was good uh, the first sort of two seasons i think are fantastic but they've done they because they're now a bit nebulous because they've run out of souls games to play mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're just playing hard games and it's not quite as good right um, but still my my most watched thing of the year for sure <laughs> prepare to try yeah i had no idea what i was getting myself into when that first episode came on because we would watch it before we went to bed and then yeah it's hilarious um all right so i think organically we have our 15 shows of the year because as people have been getting excited about one i've highlighted great um so i'm going to say them now and all we need to do is we, we put our top five so i think it should be pretty easy then just by numbers it doesn't mean it's any of our personal favorites you know i think one of them is definitely going to end in it i don't like at all and i'm fine with that because it's just got to go by vote but we've got the handmaid's tale we've got the sinner we've got mind hunter we've got godless westworld big little lies legion atlanta ozark bloodline easy bob's burgers <laughs> and then we've got space Yay! for one we more gonna win. we've got space for one more that's got to go between either stranger things or game of thrones because people were mixed excited for those why two. are we picking out of these i'm confused these are the ones that i've just been noting as people what got really Black excited Man? Huh? What about he was Man? noting the ones that we got excited about. That we've oh. seen. So then we're going to get a top five. Oh, no, there's other ones for sure. I'm sure, Fargo, <laughs> I'm sure Fargo. I'm sure Fargo season three. You can explain it. I'm sure. I'm just going by what we've seen, which right. ones we were getting majority excited about. I've just flagged them as we've gone through. So Stranger Things or Game of Thrones, we just need to decide now which one of those gets thrown in that top 15. Stranger mm. Things. Yep. Yep. All right. Stranger Things it is. Game of Thrones. Because you're basing this, in, this season in Game of Thrones, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just I'd this, agree. This yeah. year's. Game of Thrones, not in the list. This year's. Um, all right. So, from those, um, 
I know you got the list, but you don't have it highlight. Um, I'm gonna throw in that hands my tail is my personal favorite. Um, and I think we each like we'll pick a couple from those that we want to put forward. But you're gonna be hard done to do votes on you if people haven't seen something, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. difficult. Um, for me, it's hands my tail and either Atlanta or the Sinner. You're picking your top three now. My personal top sort of two. Okay. Uh, between those those three, I guess. So yeah, sure, top three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Katie, what would you throw in a hat for your top couple of film for shows? Um, I would throw in Godless. You can play, Wait, say the ones I've said. That's kind of the point. I know. Really multiple votes for things to win. I know. I'm deciding. Um, I'd say, yeah, Godless. This is hard. Um, just do it. Go back up. Sorry. Yeah, the there as well, I'm oh yeah, I this is hard. <laughs> this is maybe go with someone else right now. <laughs> Alex, um, can I say more than two? Yeah, say like three, three or that four. You want to give a point to that you think should definitely be in the top. Hamid's Tale, um, Ozark. I really love Bloodline, but I don't think it was the best season. Right? Yeah. Um the same the same goes with Stranger Things. Uh, Mind Hunter. Mm. Okay. Bethany or Katie? I'll go The Handmaid's Tale. Um You gonna get that. Big Little Lies. Ozark. Do I get to big Oh, one? yeah, I just thought of one more. Which one? Westworld. Oh yeah, Westworld. I know that's Westworld. what I was doing. I was like, Man. I have yeah. to do four. Nope. <laughs> I am. You're I'm gonna, gonna do three. Westworld. Why? You're gonna swap on for it. Oh, we're gonna do three. What did I say? You said Hamid's tell Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. And you said Ozark. I'm gonna swap Mind Hunter with Westworld. Okay. You're crazy. I'm gonna add Westworld. Can't believe you like Ozark more than Westworld. Well, you're taking out. I think I'm gonna notice that. <laughs> You've got Hamid's tell Big Little Lies, Ozark, and. Uh, Westworld. I didn't say I liked Ozark more than Westworld, but I just added it in at the expense of Mindhunter. I think Mindhunter is a way better show than Ozark. I've only seen one season of it, or one (laughs) episode of it. Bethany? I did it already. I know, you did four. Don't think you're getting away with this. (laughs) What did I choose? You chose Westworld, (laughs) Big Little Lies, Ozark, and The Handmaid's Tale. You just got to take one. one. Um... Westworld, I'll take it out. Katie Watson. Um, you've yeah, done. Which so one did I did, you do? So I did Godless. Did Godless. Um, then I'll do The Sinner. I wish I'd seen all of this season of Easy because I really, really like that show, but I can't justify it. Oh, I that one. Was that oh and I'm doing Bob's Burgers. Yeah. In the 15th. Bob's Burgers? Yeah. On there. It's hilarious. So you did Godless, uh, Bob's Burgers, and The Sinner. Yeah. No Hammer's Tale for me. Interesting. I yeah, I like it, but it's, it's don't like bonnets. I get it. Yeah, I really don't like bonnets. Um, I did. Yeah, so I've done just for clarification: Hammer's Tale, um, The Sinner, and then what was I saying? Either Atlanta or what's the other one I said? I don't know. Wait, do you get to pick four? No, it's no, three. It's three. Oh. You said, you said, wait, what? Handmaid's Tale, The Sinner. Yeah, I'll do that. Handmaid's Tale, Sinner, and Atlanta will be my three. So at the moment, we've got Handmaid's Tale with three votes. So that's Mm -hmm. definitely, I feel, our show of the year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two votes for The Sinner and two votes for Ozark. So I feel that's our two and three shows of the year. Um, so what, does anything else have more than one vote? Westworld? Did you say Westworld, <coughs> Katie? Oh, you didn't. No. Then we've got, with one, we've got Godless, Westworld, Big Little Lies, Atlanta, and Bob's, and Bob's Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> so we need to get two. Uh, sorry. Well, yeah, we need to get two from that because we've got two in draw at the moment. And that's too many to have in draw. Uh, mm, my next vote would be Westworld. Okay. I second. <laughs> you already did Westworld, did you? No. Oh, I already have one of your votes as Westworld. Oh, don't we have to vote now on those remaining four to get a the remaining five to, to well, even I out think, the top five yeah we had to go with who's seen what didn't we so yeah sure I'm tired so yeah but that's not how fair how Big Little Lies has got to be in there the three <laughs> of you like, love that Bob's show Burgers Godless and Bob's <laughs> no, I mean, it's Burgers not, I know, this is <laughs> why, two. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not your personal list it's like nothing on the game's top five uh, so none of the top, our top five movies had my top three movies in mm-hmm. there wasn't in it but that's just because it's the function of it being a group a democracy as it were i understand i can still lament that from, they are gone from us talking now nah, this is pains me to bring it up but i try and run this fairly the three of you got very passionate about big little lies i can't believe that's not like only one vote for that so far see i haven't finished it I so that's why i'm not pushing that as hard okay it's because it's further away than my other two like i haven't watched it as recently as i watched the center and then i literally just watched another episode of bob's burgers the other night i was like this show's so good especially with how good alex is we're coming up with songs about food like you. you should totally watch it because it's amazing mm. for that well katie because you three have seen all of westworld and you've seen all big little lies yeah and you both you all liked both of those shows it's hard to choose so between those does two. that mathematically just mean those two have to be the next two what was the other one? Big Westworld and Big Little Lies. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> what about Mindhunter though? Because you oh, Mind only Hunter two of you have seen too. it, but I really love what I've seen of Mindhunter. So it's I mean, I really loved Mindhunter, but I couldn't include four. Yeah. I had to take one out. <laughs> All right, what I'm saying is mathematically, Westworld and Big Little Lies, three out of four of us have seen it and three out of four of us really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, Mindhunter, only two of you have seen the whole thing. We've seen in the beginning. I really, really love what I've seen of that yeah. more than I what I saw of Westworld and Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to do a vote from what I've seen, which is the only way I can vote any of these, I'm going to vote Mindhunter. Okay. Um, but well, with you guys, like between those three, which one would it pain you to leave off our top five? I would take out Big Little Lies. Okay. You take out? Yeah, I'd go Mindhunter Westworld because I haven't finished mm-hmm. Big Little Lies. I would go Mindhunter Big Little Lies. You would, so you would take out one? To keep, so you would take, take out, out Westworld. Westworld. Cool. Oh, I would take out Mindhunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, but then that's three votes for Mindhunter because I'm voting for Mindhunter. Right, So yeah. Mindhunter goes in, so then it's between Westworld and Big Little Lies. Which one comes out? Westworld. Katie, I feel... You're going Westworld? Wow, I didn't Dang. expect that. You're going with Westworld? No, I'm going with Big Little Lies. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, so you're to taking be in. Out to be in. I'm taking out Westworld. Oh, that's... Oh. This sucks. I hate this. I don't like this. It's like <laughs> the fun of the game. Killing babies. <laughs> they meant so, so much to me. All right, well, let's put it this way. Why can't like, we just have 15? <laughs> we do. We have all 15. It'll go up all 15, but our top five are in order because otherwise it would take all the year to figure out putting them in order. We haven't even put these in order. They're still like drawn at the moment. Uh, like Sinner and Ozark are sitting in second place each. Yeah. And then the next two will sit in, sec- in third place, fourth, fifth each. Mine Hunter and... 
Westworld or Big Little Lies? Westworld for me. Big Little Lies for me. Big Little Lies. Oh. Ouch. It pains down, me. It pains me. It pains but me no. too because I fucking hate that show. But there you go. You didn't finish it. You um, can't say that. Of course I can. No, you can't. Yeah, I just did. No. <laughs> Excellent. Nope. What a what a fantastic <laughs> ending. <to laughs> so our kind of sleepy final top five TV shows that we recommend to see from 2017 are Big Little Lies and Mindhunter, which occupy our sort of five and four, but alternating order. At three and two, we've got Ozark and The Sinner. Not, again, necessarily in that order. And our number one show of the year is Handmaid's Tale. By wow. a mile, I think. Mm. I think that was pretty clear. From, from our yeah. collective most lists yeah. tell is like the it's show like you said it kind of raised the bar mm. on what people need to start doing mm. you know not in the same way with Box Burgers but you know mm-hmm. damn not everyone a can. good show um, best animated show of the year Box Burgers yeah uh, <laughs> number, <laughs> one. <laughs> number one number <laughs> one uh, thank you very much for listening to us. You can go to wearegeeks.com, wearegeeks.com, which is where you can then jump on out to all of our social medias. You can also email us directly through there or just go on your own service provider and type in mail at wearegeeks.com to tell us what you want to talk about, uh, how you feel about us, and send us photos of what you want to do to Alex. Make a little doll and just what? do what you want to. What you want to do to Alex? Yeah, what do you want to do to him? Like a voodoo like doll? Like a voodoo doll? I do, I'm not fussy. Okay. Could be just be dressing him up. Could be putting him to work. Could be at a little office desk typewriting. Like you guys got to get violent with it. You're just nodding. You don't know what he's about to say. I don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your future. <laughs> Great. Um, and on weirdgeeks.com, you can also jump on out to the iTunes, where you can then subscribe to this very podcast every single Tuesday, pretty much every single Tuesday, every single week, pretty much every single week. We have a topical podcast where we talk about movies and games. We also have every single Friday, for sure, a horror channel, which is going up, uh, where we've done Friday the 13th, we've done Nightmare on Elm Street, we've done Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, lots of massive franchises. We take you through them film by film. And right now we're finishing off the Chucky franchise with Alexander Chard. Hi. Um, and Alison Holland, who is not here right now. Hi. Next year, we're going to be jumping into some <laughs> cool ones. That was perfect. We've definitely got some Hellraiser, we've got some Halloween, and we've just finished scheduling the rest of the year. Um, Ooh, but we're not exciting. going to reveal it yet. We'll reveal that probably the end of Chucky, maybe. Um, what's going to happen with the year. Um, and also, if you're on weirdgeeks.com, uh, you can head on out to our Twitch channel. We've got some very cool bespoke content that's coming there in 2018, which I'm not allowed to say more about right now, but just go over to twitch.com and subscribe to us for those who live in america bespoke means custom made it took me a long time i had no idea what that meant when i went to uk i was like no idea it's a great word something about spokes bespoke is a great word no idea um also if you're on weirdgeeks.com why not click in that little emblem that says we're tessellate there are publishers there are a film production company run out of london la and tokyo where we just finished making our first feature film called starfish uh which i talked about briefly earlier uh starring virginia gardner from runaways and we have other feature films in the works right now so if you follow us on our social medias you can learn all about that my social media is mr al white mr al white on everything including xbox katie watson where can people talk to you people should tweet at me no one tweets at me it's at watson dearest bethany I will pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard pass on hard any pass. communication. Nobody talk to me, Alex. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Alexander Chard. Um, yeah, tweet me if you want to contact Bethany <laughs> and have things you want to raise with her uh, in general. 
uh, like from this podcast or from some of the comments I've said on her behalf in the Star Wars retrospective. Yeah, I've been speaking uh, a lot on her behalf in the Star Wars mm-hmm. perspective. So yeah. People feel like they know you already, Bethany. She does have a lot of opinions. You like to do them oh, for no. a conduit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, all I am in this marriage. <laughs> a conduit. <laughs> Um, and that is it for all of our new specials episodes. Thank you for bearing with the lists and happy new year. Happy, happy new, new year. year. Hope you had a nice night and enjoy your 2018. We'll see you next week. We're out. Geeks. 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 Gonna do like a little freestyle thing now.